Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and our second week reviewing all of these crazy deleted scenes from the Star Wars saga. Uh, last week we took a look at the prequel trilogy and that was a gigantic, supersized episode and we hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a little tough to follow along when you're just listening to these deleted scenes rather than seeing for yourself, uh, which is kind of the recommendation that you uh, follow along at home. But we, you know, we do our best to try and describe them as they go. And uh, this week, you know, original trilogy, we got our co-host uh, Blake, and we have our returning guest Darian this week to chat about all this stuff. Let's get into it. Skywalker, I'm here to rescue you. Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Somebody has to save our skins. Let go, Luke. The Force is strong with this one. I got him! Great kid! Don't get cocky! I don't know what all this trouble is about, but I'm sure it must be your fault. All right, we are back with the original trilogy. Welcome back to the show, you guys. All right. Day 347, still here in the escape pod. <laughs> with nothing but a constant stream of Disney Star Wars material. Was that just the trailer, Josh? That was the uh, that was the trailer for um, a new hope. So um, we're gonna kick things off each time we go through uh, a new episode in the in the series. We'll we'll hear the trailer and then we can start things off with uh, with the deleted scenes. It's worth noting that that um, while Blake was was just mentioning it to me uh, just prior, he said, uh, "What'd you say? There's not a whole lot. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to go through for for a new hope, you know." And no, it's uh, pretty I, pretty short. Yeah, so so the reason for that is it may, there might be one or two things missing. I'm sure if anyone out there has the Blu-rays, um, there there could be. I mean, I have the Blu-ray, I just haven't. Actually, you know what? One second, hold on. I've got it. I've got it right here. I've got it right here. Um, I've got the Steelbook. 
And guess what? There's like nothing inside except the disc. So um, <laughs> that was useless. That was useless. Um, I don't actually know what it has, uh, but I, I know there's a lot of stuff and a lot of bonus features on the Blu-rays and, and uh, the DVDs and such. Um, I know the special edition release DVDs back in 2005, I think it was, or 2004, they had the uh, the widescreen and, and full screen editions. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I remember because right. I bought the full screen thinking that when you buy the widescreen, it just adds block, like black. It blacks out the top and bottom of the full screen. So you actually get more with the full screen. And yeah. I found out 15 years later that they actually crop off the sides for full screen. <laughs> yeah, they just make it a square. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The wrong way. Not ideal. Um, those, those versions of the movies, they actually had a, uh, I think it was based on the laser disc edition, but you could uh, flip the DVD over or there was like a, uh, another disc in there, which had the much closer to release version. Uh, and it was like, we're talking prior to all the additional scenes that they threw in with the special editions, the very famous special editions. Uh, and, and that was, um, that was a way that you could watch the movie. And, and with the Blu-rays, I don't think they threw that in. But there was a lot of deleted content, less than the prequels. Because um, as we know, uh, Attack of the Clones reinvented the wheel when it came to digital cinematography. And it was the first full-length movie ever on the, war- on the planet to release in theaters co- in, in digital only. Uh, it forced movie yeah, theaters Yeah, that, like to- that was a big deal because mm-hmm. George forced movie theaters to upgrade their film equipment to play Attack of the Clones. So that's like, right, that's all these, right. All these theaters are like, oh, we have to buy these super expensive like $30,000 projectors to play Star Wars. If you don't get it, George won't let you play it. Right. <laughs> And, you know, it's not to say that hardware back then for storing digital files was cheap. I mean, we're still talking about uh, a a set of years in which floppy disks were still being used. Uh, But overall, digital uh, storing digital file was still cheaper than paying for film. And um, recording anything on, on film can be expensive, especially back in 1977 when your budget is peanuts. So the reason why there's not a lot of deleted scenes throughout this trilogy is because, well, especially A New Hope, is because uh, George had such a tight budget to work with and uh, literally would have filmed around the script that he had uh, rather than filming extra stuff or alternate versions for things. And um, You know, you say that, but I, I think it's become fact, but it might have been rumored for a long time, that Star Wars A New Hope was saved in like the the cut in the cut right mm-hmm. so when they were editing that's where they really saved the movie and so if they would have if that's how they went about it then there must have been a lot of footage that was cut out like at least for ends and trims and there was um there was a lot of scenes. editing there's a lot of editing involved i think i think like watching these deleted scenes it'll be very apparent that the editing process is is um uh is uh, is kind of key to, to why the movie was good because that's true uh the, the editing room really george's wife i think it was right was one of the editors on the film and the movie was saved a lot because of that but at the same time um i think that when we when we say deleted scenes it's deleted scenes that were literally not in the movie they're not just bad takes so i think i think that that may have you know right. that that's probably something that has to do with why the editing was so successful because they knew what takes to use you know how to um, literally cut film and make this thing happen, right? Um, 
Right. So I'm just saying, in theory, there could have been stuff that they right. cut out and was just left on the floor and never preserved. Right, so right. It's just lost. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, Maybe not, yeah. but it's entirely possible. Yeah, there, there, there's um, because yeah, as as we've seen from the the prequels at least. I mean, mind you, there's a lot more when it comes to deleted content for those films. But uh, as we've seen, there have been like one or two missing pieces when we've been going through this deleted scene material. So, so yeah, for sure. I mean, we're going, we're using Disney Plus as kind of a base. But um, if anyone knows of any further deleted material out there. Uh, send it in, you know, we can talk about it next week on, uh, when we're, you know, in retroactively as it is before we start talking about the sequels. Cause uh, I know there's definitely not a lot of stuff to talk about with those ones. Uh, the deleted, the, the, bo- the bonus, uh, I'm not trying to diss the movies. That's actually a thing like oh, on the bonus features for, for the, for the films, like they, they really didn't add a lot, uh, when it came to kind of production release of deleted scenes and, and whatever else. Right. Um, I don't really know what Disney Plus has in store, but I remember going through the Blu-ray features on episode seven and thinking, man, this is bland, you know, uh, for episode two and three, we had tons of stuff in episode seven. It's like, okay, here's a few outtakes, um, maybe like some, some like 15, 12 minute interview with JJ and that's it. And, uh, I, I was a bit shocked. So, um, there's quite, a bit, because... uh, there's quite a bit of deleted scenes for the force awakens. Oh, did you see? Okay, cool. About those cool. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. There's way more than a new hope. There's like maybe, maybe ten on here. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of lines up with the prequels then. So that's that's good. That's good to know. There's also guess... Disney as told by emojis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Wars: The Force Awakens edition. So, are, are there not many outtakes? Or stuff that was cut in uh, Last Jedi or Ryan Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, that's the longest Star Wars movie, so probably not, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that there's no nothing was cut out. They just crammed it all in, no matter what. I think when you have a movie that's that good, there's just not much that could go wrong. <laughs> Therefore, there's no deleted scenes. I think that's the logic. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe went a little too far in some places, as George once said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so for all of you guys at home, uh, we're on the uh, A New Hope. Disney plus page and in the extra section, that's where you get access to all the deleted scenes and all the extra content. So um, we'll just start with the first one on the far left, uh, the deleted scene, alternate bigs and Luke reunion. So the description reads in 1997 special edition of a new hope, this footage was reinserted into the final cut with one important deletion, uh, red leaders passing reference to Anakin Skywalker uh, remained on the cutting room floor. That is very interesting. Okay, let's uh, let's take a listen and see what this is all about. Luke, I don't believe it. Oh, big! Hey, how are you? Oh, are you sure this is what you want? Listen, have I got some stories to tell you? You sure you can handle this shit, sir? Luke is the best bush pilot in the other rim territories. I met your father once when I was just a boy. He was a great pilot. You've got half the skill he had, you'll do all right. Okay. Um, the second so was voice... The, was the guy in the middle, was he in the original take? Uh, he, I, I guess, yeah, I guess this was an, I guess an alternate, or the the uh, later half of maybe a clip that they used in the special edition. So if anyone's watching the movie on Disney+, Plus or in the Blu-ray or whatever... Um, part of this scene will be in the cut, uh, but this portion is, is, is missing. 
And I guess that's intentional and, because the reference to Anakin. It's funny because I grew up watching the 97 version, so I never knew that was ever missing. I never knew that either. I, I, I've never seen that before, honestly. And, and that second voice, by the way, was C-3PO. It looked like a temporary voice. Um, Anthony Daniels recorded... No, that's canon. <laughs> Anthony Daniels uh, recorded all his lines again later, so uh, that that would <laughs> that would make sense. But um, what, what, do you, what do you think of that one, Darren? So I'm just clarifying this this scene was it's like it's in the disney plus version no so already. so part so this is the Most like the, the section that they didn't use but there's a, a an earlier section of the same clip that they did use in the 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 dvd blu-ray and disney plus versions of the film uh which has kind of been consistent right. since the early 2000s uh, so the yeah. only thing that was never put in was the very last line re-references luke's dad yeah yeah that's right what what are your thoughts on the fact that someone knows Anakin or knew Anakin and you know, this is um, we're going back to a time in our heads in which we have to place ourselves in the shoes of the, uh, the people making, you know, George Lucas shoes or general, the people uh, involved in making the movie uh, referencing a character that they hadn't depicted on screen yet. And at that point, I don't even believe Vader and Anakin were the same person in, in George's head. He hadn't fully fleshed that out. So no, likely not. And also we don't know how f far back like that this guy would have flown with Anakin or right. like Vader. Right. So even if they stuck that same timeline, it would then have to be from the clone wars, which means that guy's got to be like, like he must have least, been a kid, right? When yeah. Well, yeah, at least like Anakin. 20, it must've been like tw Anakin's age, maybe like 20 years old. And what is he in this? Like he looks like he's he looks like he's in his early forties, maybe. I don't know. That that's what I would say. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, you know what's interesting about a line like that is, if they did put it in, um, again, it comes down to his, yeah, it comes down to his age. He looks too young to play this part. But if 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 he was one of those pilots on Naboo. That flew with little Annie. That would be pretty cool. But then he would have to look oh like gosh. sixty, right? Then he'd have to look yeah, like be sixty way older. years old. Yeah. <laughs> also, wouldn't Luke have like a million questions about his dad? Like, yeah, if you're half as good as your dad. Wait, you do my father? Well, see you, kid. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's so that's a good point, actually. Yeah, because then it would have opened up this box that they can't close again, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Luke would be following around asking questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the time, it's probably safer to keep it out so they don't have to explain too much. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like, guess kind of nice to see it because it kind of brings things full circle, like to like talk about Anakin. But I can totally see why they took it out. Right. Yeah. That's that's the one thing I would like about it is like it adds a little bit of foreshadowing to then we find out like his father's Vader in the next episode, right? But right. I don't. I think it makes it too clunky, so I still wouldn't put it in. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. So for me, this is a thumbs down. Um, uh, I guess you guys would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not necessary for the film. Let's uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, is there a is... thumbs down sound effect by any chance? <laughs> I oh, don't. Why don't we I have don't, that? I don't have one, but man, that's that's sure. a good idea. We gotta. Oh, We're oh. four and a half hours in. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go back and edit. Every single every single one of them. 
<laughs> deleted scene, Amperu's blue milk. Uh, even the blue milk briefly glimpsed during the homestead dinner scenes in episode four has developed a following among Star Wars fans. Here is a bit more of Amperu's famous beverage. <laughs> okay, let's take a listen to this. I hope it's like Tang. <laughs> Amperu in the kitchen, which is going to be a limited edition Lego set, by the way, May 4th. Look how cheesy that cup is. <laughs> That's like those camp juice mugs, you know? Camp yeah. juice jugs. Get all the orange juice in it. I think the foley for that sound effect was someone peeing in a urinal or something. <laughs> <laughs> just on the other side. That's uh, right, Bob, go now. That's a really random scene. It's literally just Amberu filling up a whole jug of blue milk and then walking out of the kitchen. Yeah, um, I don't think we, we needed to see more of Amberu's milk. Amberu's <laughs> <laughs> milk. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this, is, this is kind of funny. It's kind of quirky, but no, it's a thumbs down for me. What if it was her idea? That was like, she's like, I want to contribute to this film. What can I do? What if we like poured the blue milk into a cup? Um, I, I, I want you to pour it. I want you to just fill it right up. <laughs> this makes it sound so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Don't make George weird. I like George. Deleted scene, Cantina Rough Cut. Okay, this is... Um, this is a bit of a longer one. This is eight minutes. This is one of the two longer ones in, in, in the selection here. Uh, this version of the Cantina sequence was assembled with footage from the initial England shoot after additional photography in California. New aliens were inserted into the final cut. Uh, one notable um, omission is seen here in a cutaway of Han Solo with a local woman. Uh, so we might actually be re-listening and re-watching to a lot of what we already see in the movie, but it seems as if there's some cut footage with Han uh, Harrison Ford uh, in this sequence. So let's let's take a listen. I'll try and describe as best as possible. We got a shot of the cantina. Ben Kenobi and Luke enter. C-3PO comes up behind. Got a panning shot of the whole environment. Hey! We don't serve their kind here. What? The joints, they left the way outside. We don't want them here. Oh, yeah, definitely revoiced him. Yeah. By the speeder. We don't want any trouble. The England shoot, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was in Tanzania. Is that the same guy, though? It almost looks like the same guy. The bartender? It is. It is the same guy. Look at that. Yeah, the same guy. They just revoiced him. Interesting. I never caught the fact that they dubbed him. Me either. <laughs> Got a shot of some little mouse person. That's new. So this is this is the rest of this is all lining up. Oh, ooh, we got a close up of uh, Doctor. Evazon, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty nope. interesting. No Ponda, though. No, no Ponda Baba right now. There's the Knight uh, Sisters. Yeah, there's the sisters right there. This shot's in the movie still, I think, but a little longer. It seems like this is like a... They clipped it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the uncut version, right? A little longer. Oh, there's Harrison. There's Han Solo Ooh, with some the woman. Lady. 
Hey, on solo, looking good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, you got some dog cue. There it is. Sorry. I have different voices I too. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. Yeah. We're wanted men. I have the death sentence on 12 sisters. Be careful then. You'll be dead. This little one's not worth the effort. Come, let me get you something. Oh, they cut that <laughs> voice dialogue there, I see. Different shot of the bloody arm on the ground. You might need to clip that no blasters line and use it here in the podcast. <laughs> oh, another shot of Han with the woman gives her a big <gasps> kiss. Wow. Oh, they have a smooch. These additional shots of some of these aliens is actually pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some of them, that yeah. is. I guess George just didn't like some of the costumes, so he cut them out. Yeah. Flyman. Chewbacca here, his first mate on a ship that might suit us. Got a lingering shot of the guy with the mustache at the bar there. Oh, a shot of C-3PO and R2 outside with a gonk. That's new. Stormtroopers in the background. Or sandtroopers. Yeah. Nice They're not hiding, I guess. Sweetheart. Yeah. Must have replaced that with them hiding behind the door. I'm Han Solo. Oh, the woman, uh... The woman was in that shot, and then they clipped it, I guess. To the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. If it's a fast ship. Oh, you never heard of the Millennium Falcon. Should I have? <laughs> he almost forgot it's it. It's ship that made Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. I bought run Imperial starships. Not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking about the big Carillion ships. She's fast enough for you, old man. What's the cargo? Only passengers. Myself, the boy, two droids, and no questions asked. No questions? What is it, some kind of local trouble? Let's just say we'd like to avoid any imperial entanglements. The footage of Obi-Wan is actually, I think it's well, the same. That's a real trick these days. Exactly. It's going to cost you something extra. It seems that they reshot Han Solo footage instead. In advance. 10,000? We can almost buy our own ship for that. Yeah, but who's going to fly it, kid? You? You bet yeah, I could. I must be a bad pilot myself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sit here and listen. We can pay you 2,000 now, plus 15 when we reach that's Alderaan. That, that's that editing, editing magic <laughs> that made the movie good. 17, huh? <laughs> you got it. Chewbacca. Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Got a shot of the stormtroopers entering in the cantina. A bit longer than the one that's in the film. Looks like somebody's beginning to take an interest in your handiwork. I kind of like that clip of Han Solo saying that. He, he acknowledges the fact that he saw what Luke and... Obi-Wan just did. You'll have to mm. sell your speeder. No, that's all right. I don't think I'll be coming back to this planet anyway. 
Got the walk-by shot. Stormtroopers investigating the table with Chewie and Han. Seventeen thousand. If those guys must really be desperate, this could really save my neck. Get back to the ship and get her ready. There we go. Going somewhere so low. <laughs> That's Greedo. That's Greedo right there. <laughs> But it's too late. I'm not going back to Java with another one of your stories. Yeah, but this time I've got the money. Then I'll take it now. I don't have it with me. Tell Java. It's too late. Java would rather have your over my dead body. <laughs> that is the idea, Solo. How does he get now his fingers in that gun? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so much for I don't think trigger like safety. Another killing in here. They'd hardly notice. Get up. Yes, I bet you have. <laughs> That's so cool. I, I never knew that Greedo actually had real dialogue to feed off of. Makes sense. Just the, the way Harrison Ford reacts to everything, right? Yeah, it makes He's sense. Just going yeah. off someone reading lines, I guess. I guess so, yeah. I noticed they changed it up slightly when they did the sub this the captions, uh, but yeah, that was that was really neat to see. And it cuts them out. Okay, what do you what do you guys' thoughts on this? It's kind of neat. I feel like it's a good thing that they edited around or reshot the Harrison Ford lines. Felt like maybe at this point, because at one point Harrison was supposed to be just a stand-in. And they were going to cast someone else. And eventually they just gave him the part. So it seemed like he wasn't trying very much here. I mm. wonder if that's why. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. What about you, Darian? Yeah, the, shot, the shots of the aliens were yeah, were cool. I, I also saw the, the hamster gerbil character. I was like, what the heck's that? But uh, at the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, I don't know. It's hard because um, I wasn't here last week. It's kind of hard to watch it without the soundtrack and stuff. Like everything just feels so long. Right. And it's also like obviously not edited to perfection like the movie is. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd probably give it a a thumbs down. I don't think it's necessarily necessarily necessary, but. Right. It is the rough cut. Yeah. So I would agree. I would, I would, I would probably say overall like a general thumbs down for me i will mention that the parts that i like though there, there's some little interesting shots which i think they could have if they decided to clean it up and and put it in the film then then that would have been uh pretty neat you know uh i i don't mind the, what the shots though uh i mean the shots with the the lady you know, I actually think it's kind of cool. Like, it, it kind of just shows off that it's like, oh, what's 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 Solo been doing in town, right? Yeah. Um, now we know who. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And uh, you know, it's just rebound from Kira. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of like, I don't know. For me, yeah, it, for does, me, it does add more depth to the character. Yeah, there's just the first um, time we see him, right? Is in this bar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and it also, I feel like it changes his arc with Leia, right? Because originally, like I guess the, the release version we get, he's he's single and he tries to lay the moves on Leia. But mm -hmm. in this one, it, it with this woman still here, it just sounds like it seems like he'll just go with whatever woman's in the room. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's just on to the next one, right? The next one with the pretty face. Um, 
I quite I quite like that a lot. And then and then there was uh, there was some shots of some of the aliens, which was um, uh, notable. There, there was one in particular, almost like three or four seconds, which there was this uh, uh, furry looking kind of. It wasn't a goatol, I don't think, but it was something that looked kind of close to that. And they've used that species in in the Clone Wars at one point, and uh, I just thought it was it, it was neat to kind of see that. And, and and I don't I think that part actually got clipped from the theatrical release. And uh, there was a bunch a, of aliens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then just the the just the extended kind of feel about this whole thing. Like if you picture that sequence done with the cantina music, and um, this version is very rough. It's it's not been cleaned up. It's black and white. Like it's very kind of just to get the idea, but. Uh, but there, there are some interesting shots which, which didn't make it into the final cut, which I think could have made it even more interesting. So um, the overall roughness of it obviously is a thumbs down. But, but there's elements of it. I would, I would say, if it was originally pulled and put in the film, it wouldn't feel that terrible. So. Yeah. No, I agree. It's too bad they revoiced all those characters. Could have been very English. Yeah, yeah, I, that 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 nearly. Uh, <laughs> I had a good laugh at that. Yeah. Oi, you're George. <laughs> yeah. We like, don't what? serve their kind here. That's not right. <laughs> it's wrong. It's that so lassie. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Deleted scene, the search for R2-D2. This footage includes a projected background to make the land speeder appear to be moving. George Lucas found the finished visual unsatisfactory. Ooh. All right, let's let's take a listen, and I'll try and describe as best as possible, but it sounds like this was a retake later that they just changed how they were approaching the visual effect. So let's, uh, let's take a look. 3PO's flying the speeder. Yeah, I think he's I think he's always been flying the speeder, hasn't he? Oh no, maybe not. Oh yeah, it's really bad. Looks like daytime television. It, it looks Oh, oh boy. You know what it, remi- it reminds me of like an old western or like a 1930s or 40s movie where they did this. You know, they they took footage of people in the car and they would put the car in a sound stage where they would have a projected background through the windows or whatever and it, it, yeah, it's it very like a sitcom yeah it's very apparent that it's not actually you know it, it doesn't work very well because any bumps in the road on the background don't actually correlate with the vehicle that the, the actors are sitting in so um, the worst shots are definitely the ones where they, they got the camera in the back end and you're seeing out the front. Oh man. Uh, that, that, was was terrible. that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't think the up. side view was like that, like it doesn't, it wasn't needed, but like for the times, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that's we'll the whole thing, movie. right? Like, I guess when the bar was there, like, I mean, with the visual effects in this movie, it was really setting a new bar that, that hadn't really been achieved other than. Uh, other than uh, space, I'm blanking now. Um, what's that movie called? The um, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, it, it, that was the only other movie at the time which which had really kind of achieved a certain quality of of good space oriented visual effects, and, and yeah, this just mm-hmm. didn't didn't doesn't fit the bill at all. Um, well, Stanley Kubrick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah so yeah but... it's it's funny because like you compare star wars and 2001 space odyssey and then the original planet of the apes because like planet of the apes came out at almost the exact same time as star wars and the difference in quality of special effects is immense mm, yeah yeah so i mean yeah this and this this would have been one of those things that just the rest of the movie looks so good like i can't i can't see this in the movie <laughs> no at all. that's the thing it, it feels so out of place yeah they they changed the approach and what they ended up doing instead was they mounted the speeder on the end of a big huge what was almost like a seesaw and they had a, a weight on the other end and uh, they had the actor sit in the in the speeder and uh, i believe they just spun that thing in a circle and the camera was on the other side where the weight was. And so the background was actually like a real, a real background that was whizzing by, but they were just kind of spinning in a, in a big circle on this thing. Oh, interesting. And I think the other, uh, the but they other, had a car as well. Yeah. They also, the other, the other thing that they achieved was, uh, when the speeder parks itself and they get out of the speeder. Um, I think it's, uh, with the scene with the Jawas or the, the, the big sand crawler, Thing in the background mm-hmm. i think it was it was shots like that when they when he has to get on and off they had a reflective um kind of strip uh beneath the uh the speeder yeah. that was blocking the, the the mechanism that it was on which was basically like a little springboard and it would kind of wobble back and forth uh and that that would help uh them remove i guess uh the the, the bottom of what was keeping it suspended in, in the air but uh, and but, if i'm not yeah. mistaken they also, I think they you try to use that as well for the wide angles, but it it wasn't working. It was tearing off as they were driving, so they yeah. just smudged it out at, in post. So right, just, just smudged it. Right, and then right. the special editions they repainted underneath. But yeah, in the original theatrical release they they like smudged the lens essentially. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, always always cool to see where things start, though. That's for sure. Uh, it, oh, it, yeah. It's interesting that the dialogue changed as well and on top of that you mentioned that uh c-3po is driving driving yeah i feel like i've got this vague memory that he does do in in like one or two of the scenes before they find r2 but because they're so brief like i i I can't really recall um because i think the most kind of iconic scene of the speeder driving is probably when luke is driving back to the lars homestead and then he sees the whole thing on fire Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting to note that there was more footage of 3PO driving the, the speeder. And then the other time we see the speeder is that, uh, sequence when, uh, Ben is with them and they pull up into town and the droids are in the back seat. Uh, yeah. But and... also when they first leave the Lars homestead to go find R2. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is when this is shot from this is cause that's when 3PO is sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, uh, um, let me actually, you know, let's just just quickly scroll. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff in the the New Hope movie. Let me let me scroll real quick and see if I can find that section. Uh, Are we gonna go through the Star Wars: A New Hope Navajo version? 126 minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so there's a shot at uh, 27 minutes and 46 seconds, and it's it's what you refer to as that wide angle shot of the uh, speeder flying, and uh, 
it looks as if C-3PO is in that same seat. Uh, it looks as if he is driving the, the speeder. So maybe maybe it was maybe that was the the retake, and uh, they decided to change the approach of how they were pulling off that effect. But it's just the one shot, and then and then there's the shot of yeah. the uh, the Tuscan Raiders on the cliff, and the speeder is so far away in in that particular one that I think maybe um, I don't really know if the, I can't even remember if this was uh, an adi- added shot in the special editions or if or if this was original but um yeah uh, it, it does look like 3PO does drive in That's that section yeah so 3PO is actually a pilot yeah and i Confirmed. guess yeah i guess the i guess the speeder was made in england um because maybe you know who would put the steering wheel on the the right side True. You know, That's a good point. I think about that. Unless the person who the designed the, flipped? or the uh, yeah, well, no, the cameras on the. I don't know. That seems kind of. I'm pretty sure the the steering is just on the right side of the vehicle. I think it, it, what happened is whoever designed the speeder was probably from England or something, and decided that's that's what they were going to do. <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's go to the next one here. Deleted scene. This is the last one for A New Hope. Uh, Toshi Station. The, famous. the the very famous Toshi Station uh, deleted scene. Uh, George Lucas originally felt it was essential to inject some humanity early on by introducing Luke Skywalker and his friends at the local hangout. Uh, as the movie was being edited, Lucas realized that he didn't need the scene and that it slowed down the action. Uh, so let's take a listen to this. Okay, we got a shot of the speeder and the treadwheel droid pulls up to Luke wearing his hat. Luke's got, yeah, he's got his goofy hat. Yeah. Is that hat in the movie? No. No. It's interesting that he looks up with his binoculars at the fight going on above the planet, which is just the Star Destroyer chasing the the Tantive. And I guess that's as he's focusing; those triangles are supposed to be the Star Destroyer. Come on, get I guess I guess so. Maybe just an un- unfinished effect or something. Maybe. A lot of this footage is so dirty still. They haven't cleaned it up or processed it or anything. Lots of artifacts. So Luke just entered Toshi Station. I never expected you to be out working. <laughs> well, the academy didn't change you, but... Oh, I almost forgot that there's a battle going on right here in our system. Not again. Come Forget up. it. Well, what's all the noise you about? Can you come back down here and play the game? Who knew Biggs was such a big character? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, he sees Biggs, and there's no context for this deleted scene having been removed. 
He has a cape. No battle hot shot. They're just sitting there. Probably a freighter tanker refueling. But there was a lot of firing earlier. Hey. I tell you, Luke. Whoever played Biggs is probably absolutely choked. There are all, all these scenes. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing in the movie. Fight to save the system. Hey, you watch it. Don't worry about it, Wormy. Wormy. That's right. They all call Luke Wormy. Cut back to Princess Leia in the space battle at this point. I was so close, I thought I was going to fry my instruments. As it was, I busted up the Skyhopper pretty bad. And Uncle Owen, furious. He wound up grounding me for the rest of the season. You should have been there. It was fantastic. You ought to take it a little easy, Luke. You may be the hottest bush pilot this side of Mos Eisley, but uh, those little Skyhoppers are dangerous. Keep it up. One day, whammo. You're going to end up a dark spot on the downside of a canyon wall. Look who's talking. You've been hanging around the Starfleet so long, you've been sounding like my uncle. You know, you're getting a little soft in the city. <laughs> I've missed you, kid. Yeah, well, things haven't been the same without you, Biggs. It's been so quiet. <laughs> Look, I didn't come back just to say goodbye. I shouldn't tell you this, but you're the only one I can trust. See, I may never come back, and I just want someone to know. What are you talking about? I made some friends at the Academy. When our frigate leaves for one of the central systems, we're gonna jump ship and join the Alliance. The Rebellion? Quiet down. You got a mouth bigger than a meteor. I'm quiet, I'm quiet. You know how quiet I am, you can barely hear me. <laughs> so cringy. My yeah. friend has a friend on Bestine who might help us make contact. You're crazy. You could wander around forever trying to find them. I know it's a long shot, but if I don't find them, I'll do what I can on my own. It's what we always talked about, Luke. I'm not going to wait around for the Empire to draft me into service. The rebellion is spreading, and I want to be on the side I believe in. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm stuck here. You'll get your chance to get off this rock. You're going to the Academy next term, aren't you? Not likely. I had to cancel my application. What for? My uncle needs me. Oh. No, I'm serious. The sand people have been getting really crazy. They've even raided the outskirts of Anchorhead. Come on, Luke. Your <laughs> uncle could hold off a whole colony of sand people with one blaster. I know. <laughs> but we've got almost enough evaporators to make the place pay off. <laughs> I have to stay one more season. Just like his own dad, right? What good's all your uncle's work <laughs> if the Empire takes it over? You know they've already started to nationalize it's just commerce so bizarre. And It makes Luke seem so young. Be long before yeah, it your does. uncle's just a tenant. Slaving for the greater He's glory whiny, of the Empire. Like no, Anakin. that's not gonna happen here. You said yourself the Empire won't even mess with this old rock. Things can change. I wish I was going. Are you gonna be around long? No. <laughs> Leaving in the morning. Hmm. I guess I won't see you. Maybe someday. I'll keep a lookout. Yeah. I'll be at the Academy next season, and then who knows? I won't be drafted into the Imperial Starfleet, that's for sure. Well, take it easy, buddy. You'll always be the best friend I've ever had. So long, Luke. <laughs> Exciting place, Tashi Station. <laughs> so that was taking place before 3PO and R2 ever hit planet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because because that's before they get ejected in the escape pod and and yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, that that actually yeah I don't know I think that I think it's a it was a good decision to cut that because you know it's kind of a it does slow the whole beginning of the movie down a lot right 
It does. And to be honest, it made me like Luke less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's he's already kind of whiny, like when he says lines such as I was going to go to Tosh Station because of the power converters, right? Yeah, and yeah. This, I feel like this scene just amplifies that part of Luke. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, like, here's the other thing is, is if he was just there, why would he go back and pick up some yeah, power exactly. converters? The guy was just there, like, you know? It's just... I forgot to get the mail! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what are your thoughts, Darian? Yeah, it, was, it was definitely awkward. And yeah, I just, just not need it. Like, I don't know. I thought the guy playing Biggs was like trying a little too hard. Like it was just a little awkward, and it seemed like he wanted to be more than friends. So I'm gonna say, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Biggs. Uh, I wish well, they kept the hat at, at the very. At the, yeah, Luke's Luke's, Luke's farm hat. hat. <laughs> um, Luke's hat looks like he purchased from like H and M or something. What? Um, uh what uh uh hat what, what kind of hat what's the name for that hat or the type of hat a bucket hat like a bowie hat or something a bucket it? a bucket hat did you say a bucket hat yeah okay yeah got some big goggles on it yeah the, you know the, <laughs> yeah. They, they should they should release like a limited edition lego version of of that costume that would be quite funny um and uh and then of course you got the the very famous character you know cammy showing up in there with the uh, her uh, um, good friend or partner, whatever, whatever his name is. Uh, what did I say his name was last week? I, I re- yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to remember now. Now um, we got it really, really wrong. I remember that much. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, uh, Cam. I, I I said it was like wrench or something. <laughs> like wrench. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's something like that. Um, Cammy and uh, dang it, this is gonna bother me a lot. Fixer, Lay's Fixer. Um, uh, they recently made an appearance in uh, the book of Boba Fett in the scene where they did, in fact, insert Taji Station into one of the episodes, and that was really cool to to kind of get like a little nod to um, uh, this deleted sequence with Taji Station, but. Um, it also shows that they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Who? Um, I think it was. Uh, uh, there was a name for uh, the, the actress. She was actually uh, um, uh, quite uh, famous, I believe. Ku. Uh, Ku uh, Stark. That's her name. Ku Stark is the original actress who played Cami. And uh, that's since changed of course but uh uh famous for once being involved with prince andrew duke of york (laughs) so yeah yeah did you guys like luke's nickname what was it again wormy is that wormy wormy yeah Yeah, they were calling him wormy i find that i found that a little little odd to be honest it's josh doesn't that really call you wormy (laughs) that's right (laughs) i think that's josh's twitter handle if i'm not mistaken at wormy (laughs) (laughs) at wormy Wormy. that's uh that seems to wrap up all the deleted scenes from a new hope and i honestly can't say the movie would have benefited very much from any of these really i mean uh (laughs) yeah If, I'm sure you guys agree. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing I would add it back in, honestly. I think it was all correct decisions. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, let's uh, move on to The Empire Strikes Back. Watch this. Watch what? I think we're in trouble. This is a dangerous time. When you will be tempted by the dark side. I'm not afraid. You will be. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. I love you. I know. The Force is with you, Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Are to come back at once. I'm standing here in pieces and you're having to lose the grandeur. All right, Empire Strikes Back. This is most people's favorite Star Wars movie. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that the original trailer? No, no. Uh, these so these trailers that that we've been listening to are just the ones um, on Disney Plus. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, I thought the Yoda reveal was kept super secret that <laughs> yeah. the Jedi Master was this little green frogman, whereas this trailer kind of gives it away. Yeah. Um, this, you know, if we're running, if we're running good for time by the end of this, maybe we can take a look at those vintage trailers, uh, in, uh, at the end of the episode, because, because they are quite funny, um, especially the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's start getting into this. Uh, A new, uh, uh, empire strikes back. Um, uh, also once called just star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back, and although I do think it launched in theater with Episode Five in the uh, in the opening crawl, it wasn't actually marketed that way. Um, this movie is most people's favorites, I would say, out of the Star Wars films. It's it's not my personal favorite, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what was what was cut from this film because this is, uh, you know, co- coming back for round two. It was a bigger budget. They had more uh, opportunity to do things that that could have ended up getting wasted and um, plus josh had to- or josh george had total control of this one exactly yeah he had total control over the uh entire production uh rather than um a film company kind of calling most of the shots as far as what he could do with the money that they were giving him so let's start off with uh, this first one here deleted scene alternate han and leia kiss in this cut of Han and Leia's first kiss, it's important to note that their second kiss happens immediately thereafter and is initiated by Leia before the scene is interrupted by C-3PO. Okay, so uh, let's take a listen. I'm only trying to help. Would you please stop calling me that? Sure, Leia. Oh, 
You make it so difficult sometimes. I do. I really do. You could be a little nicer, though. Come on, admit it. Sometimes you think I'm all right. Occasionally, maybe, when you aren't acting like a scoundrel. Scoundrel? Scoundrel? I like the sound of that. Stop that. Stop what? Stop that. My hands are dirty. My hands are dirty, too. What are you afraid of? Afraid? I'm afraid of getting my hands dirty. That's why you're trembling? I'm not trembling. You like me because I'm a scoundrel. There aren't enough scoundrels in your life. I happen to like nice men. I'm nice men. No, you're not yet. the reverse power flux coffee. Thank you. Thank you very much. The set is so creaky. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I had no idea it was so creaky. Must be the must be the floors. This that really changes the dynamic a lot. Um mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it, it really... so much softer. Like yeah. extremely flirty and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it makes her seem a lot more hot for Solo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, when she says, okay, hot shot, that's like their, their breather break. And then she kind of goes after him. And and then uh, what I thought was, was really funny, though, is when you just see 3PO's hand on the shoulder. Of <laughs> yeah, that, was <laughs> yeah. that was pretty good, actually. I like that a lot. Uh, the only thing I, I wasn't as a fan of is... Um, Han Solo, he kind of whips around and slaps it away and then grumpily kind of shoves him out the door. Whereas in the film version, what I like about that one uh, is because of the kiss, he kind of, he's like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, he's like more uh, kind of, he's got this renewed level of patience because something good happened in his life, right? <laughs> so that I've always noticed that in the theatrical film, in the, the final edit, um, I, I've always kind of, thought that was in itself like a special moment yeah this has always been like a really good romantic scene yeah, especially the Star Wars universe where we only have this to compare to Attack of the Clones so <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you think about this one Darian? Um, I think as long I, I just like the art uh, the C-3PO part as long <laughs> yeah. as they could somehow bring that into the film yeah yeah i don't yeah. know i just like the humor but yeah it's kind of quirky yeah i, I think it totally it like completely changes the the dynamic like she kisses him in the movie but it's kind of like i don't know it's not, it's not as romantic as this scene right yeah exactly so i prefer the the original or the one we see in the movie yeah in the final edit yeah yeah, yeah. so overall thumbs down i guess but it is kind of funny to see um do you have i know you have to head out do you have time for one more or do you have to go now one more one more let's do it um yeah. and let's then we'll uh, then we'll lose darian so uh let's get into this one deleted scene han and leia extended echo base argument uh though you could use a <laughs> though quote you could use a good kiss 
proved to be a strong and unforgettable exit line. This first argument between Han and Leia lasted longer. So let's take a listen. It's funny to watch this right after the previous <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought you had decided to stay. Well, the bounty hunter we ran into when Lord Mendel changed my mind. Han, we need you. We need? Yes. Well, what about you need? I need. I don't know what you're talking about. Probably don't. And what precisely am I supposed to know? Come on. You want me to stay because of the way you feel about me? Yes. You're a great help to us. You're a natural leader. No. That's not it. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Afraid I was going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed it was a Wookiee. I can arrange that. You can use a good kiss. <laughs> been so busy being a princess, you haven't learned how to be a woman. I could have helped you. But it's too late. Your big opportunity's flying out of here, sweetheart, right now. I think I can survive. Good luck. You don't care about all those people depending on you Spare for- Spare me, please. Don't tell me about the rebellion again. Don't you think about anything else? I'm sorry, but you're as cold as this planet. And you think you're the one to apply some heat? I could, but I'm not really interested anymore. We'll meet again. Maybe by then you'll have warmed up a little. You have all the breeding of a bamboo and just about as much charm. Enjoy your trip, Hotshot. Okay. Uh, it's interesting that Han Solo comes back to further continue the argument. Yeah. I, 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 there was nothing about the extension that I liked, but that was kind of interesting to see. No. Two things to me stood out. Firstly, it didn't feel like Han Solo. It felt like Steve Martin. <laughs> Steve right? Martin. <laughs> Got from like Cheaper by the Dozen or whatever. Yeah, it's like been, you know how long movie? it's been since I've seen him in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he, he got out of comedy, but like to me, that the second part of that argument, like Han Solo could have been interchanged with Steve Martin from like planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> that's funny. I can yeah, see that. that's what I got. And also, I noticed that's the second time Leia called him Hot Shot, and it got cut out. Yeah, yeah they didn't love the Hot Shot. No, yeah, Probably that good reason. Overall, good thing, yeah, yeah, that's uh... so he he said um, we could use a good kiss, and then he comes back. That's the whole point right and then the rest of that was the extension right exactly yeah, yeah yeah and and yeah, when you're watching it too it's like you can clearly kind of hear and see like the visual cue it goes to this like sepia toned unfinished yeah film look yeah um uh yeah <laughs> I, I like where they made the cut it was that's quite comical mm -hmm. you know that that, they, that honestly seeing now like the the whole scene yeah. they got really lucky that it lined up to cut so well yeah yeah well yeah exactly and you know again props to those those people in the editing room like um they just knew what they were doing right uh, oh yeah was uh george's wife editing this one as well i believe I, I believe through the entire original trilogy and then and then the divorce yeah. happened after but yeah yeah um she's very talented very that. very talented woman yeah well, uh, we're about to uh, lose Darian now. So, uh, man, thanks for coming back on, popping in for a little bit while we chat deleted scenes. Yeah, farewell. It was good. Here for a good time, not a long time, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Always welcome back, man. We'll catch you in the next one. Okay, see you guys. See ya. Yeah, you got to come back for the, the sequels.
can go through their deleted scenes. Yeah, I'll be there. All like, of those uh, deleted many, scenes right? from episode nine. Most of them are in the movie. Yeah, yeah. All the ones from episode nine, right? Looking forward to all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move Wait, did, on. Did you, Josh, did you just jettison <laughs> right him out in space? I don't know. Did we? Do we? Uh, there, there he is. There, there he is. He's, he's, uh, he's on his way. Josh, he doesn't have a rebreather on. Josh, we have to throw a life raft or something. Get it back. You know, it's um, applause to, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, thanks, Darian, for coming back on. Always a pleasure. Um, always a pleasure, Darian. Always a pleasure. And uh, we know he tunes in frequently on his uh, long drives relating to his work and uh, listen to this podcast quite avidly. So, uh, you know, always great to have him on. Uh, let's uh, yeah. let's take a look Pays at the next to be a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a fan. He's a friend. He's a avid listener. <laughs> and commentator and a podcast employee, I guess. Podcast employee. <laughs> You'd be an employee if you got paid. Uh, none of us are paid on this podcast. <laughs> it's true. In fact, it's a it's a money pit for me, and uh, even <laughs> <laughs> the annual uh, hosting subscription and everything else, and uh, even you you've invested in this as well. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Let's try helping you out. Yeah, nice gift. Getting, Gear upgrades. Yeah. Let's. Uh, Seems working well. So. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's keep going here. Um, this one has the most, I think, uh, according to. Well, this list here, it's got way more than a New Hope, but I don't know what Return of the Jedi has. But okay, let's t- let's take a look at this one. He deleted scene hiding in the asteroid. The Falcon hides inside an asteroid cave, and the the lessening thumps of enemy bombardment, uh, realized by simply shaking the camera. Uh, lead Han and Leia to believe the Imperials are moving on. Okay, um, I guess this is maybe a variation of what we get in the movie, but let's uh, take a listen. Oh, a new shot of Han Solo fixing something inside the ship. Yeah, it's in a different room. Yeah. Explosion! Explosion! <laughs> Where is that in the Falcon? I. Oh, it looks like it's in that main seating area where the Dajar table, where, where she, where Leia's standing, looks like where they have their kiss scene. Right. Bang. <laughs> Bang. I think they're moving away. To stir something up. We're safe. Where have I heard that before? Okay, so I guess um, I guess this is just a variation of what we ended up getting, and uh, the Minoc thing. I think that that whole thing after the bombardment goes a little better, but yeah, uh, and it's more suspenseful. It, it is because it's kind of confusing, honestly, because because the way that the Minoc thing goes, they go outside and then 
the rumbling around isn't so much the bombardment rather than the worm that they've parked inside, right? So yeah, this scene, right. this scene actually kind of takes away from that a little bit because then they're least suspecting the fact that it's the ships and it would be something totally new if they were to exit the ship and then that extra rumbling would have started up again. It would have just been weird, right? So Yeah, um, no, that's a good point because there's a rumble and then Leia asks if the cave isn't structurally sound or whatever. Right. And then Solo goes out to check on it, right? It's like Mm-hmm. That was an earthquake, or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a thumbs down for me. But that, that's kind of a cool shot, though, him fixing the Falcon. I'm wondering, like yeah, I'm wondering where that was taking place because it reminded me of the scene where uh, Han is underneath that, that floor panel and he's working on stuff. And then there's the, I think that's when there's the rumble and then the toolbox falls on his head or whatever. Right, right. Um, oh, he's in the floor grates in that scene. He's in the floor grates. In yeah, that scene, and they're trying to fix the hyperdrive. I think is what's going on in that scene. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so that's after they are like Cloud City or whatever, and then so it's, it's very similar to that because we don't see a lot of repair scenes for the Falcon. Right. And most of it's in Empire, which is interesting. It's chewy at the start, and then there's them trying to fix the hyperdrive later. Always fixing the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. The old rust bucket. The old rust bucket. All reliable. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, at the next one here. Uh, this is deleted scene. Leia tends to Luke after the Falcon rescues Luke from Cloud City. Leia tends to his wounded arm. Luke asks what has transpired, and the name Boba Fett is spoken. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> all right. Let's take a listen and uh, see what this is all about. I right, take the tube off. Oh. Carbon freezing. What will happen to him? He's in hibernation. Lando's fixed it so that we can find Boba Fett's ship. Boba Fett? What is The bounty hunter. Oh, poor Han. Go away. Set the thing up. Oh. All right. All right. Press the button off. Now back to him. Blast! All right, quick. You stay here. Man, kiss Luke on the mouth. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that that's kind of funny. I love how out of it Luke is. He's like, huh? Boba Fett? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had him on morphine for that sh- that scene, so it'd be really natural. Oh, was this after his car accident? <laughs> no. Oh, you're joking with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were serious because he did get no, injured is, uh, before this movie yeah. or during the filming of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, but this scene is at the end of the movie when they find him hanging on that radar dish. Right, right. Yeah. Battles. That makes sense. Yeah. Later. That's true. He's just got his arm cut off. So, you know, yeah, he would be yeah. a little a little out of it. But uh, yeah, it's always cool. To, it's always funny to see stuff like that. I love the guy in the background. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Stage hand. 
boom. You know, he's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn yeah. off. Turn off. You forgot to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lower the arm. Yep. Put it back up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it just shows you how much they do in ADR, right? After yeah. they film everything, it basically oh, yeah. re-recorded the entire movie. Yeah, they've got to do a lot of audio work, a lot of a lot of clipping, uh, a lot of uh, reinserted, you know, sound engineering applying effects, removing creaks. Um, man, that's a, so much work. Oh, that's man. Crazy. Being a being a Foley artist, especially, I mean, uh, I was just watching something the other day about Foley artists and, and, and uh, literally just bringing the movie, uh, making the movie come alive with, with sound, right? Um, mm-hmm. Making oh, various yeah. different, different noises. And uh, like, like, for example, if I just said... Um, and uh, so-and-so opens the box, you know, and just they get like, or, or closes the box, right? Like they get like those kind of sounds, like they actually have like a room full of junk and crap that they use to like make these uh, sounds that they end up inserting into the movie. And Wait, are you saying they work in clutter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was one, there was a featurette that they did for Attack of the Clones or something. And uh, there was a, a behind the scenes section about the Foley artists on, on star Wars. And it was, it was quite fascinating, quite fascinating indeed. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, that's like Matt Wood and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Matt Wood sound engineer, uh, Foley artists, a very yeah, specific so task, great. but, um, like they usually end up making sounds, uh, not for the, the library necessarily, I, but for the shot, you know, depending on what it is. And, they have all these, instead of a drum kit, they've got all these things like around them on various shelves that they can use while they watch the scene and kind of live time their oh, wow. um, their recordings of these things as they line up with the, with the film. So there was one moment in Attack of the Clones where you have the kissing scene between Padme and Anakin and uh, they're, they're kissing their own uh, elbow. Uh, just to line up with the footage on, on screen. And that's the sound that you can hardly hear it. Like I, I watched the movie and I can't even hear the kissing sound, but, uh, yeah, but it's, just, it's there real quietly. You can hear. <laughs> See, that was the grossest. Like, <laughs> it was like a slurp. Was like, <laughs> what are you kissing ramen? <laughs> well, I was kissing my elbow. Just like you said there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> spilled rum on my elbow. <laughs> um, this, yeah, this is this is kind of a extended, unnecessary version of what's actually in the movie. Because in the movie, she's fixed, she's tending to him, and then, and, and then she tends to him again when they get to the uh, the Krillian. Right, Krillian, right, the, exactly. Yeah, and on Calamari Star Cruiser. In the movie, she just briefly kind of kisses him on the on the cheek or on the forehead, or almost kisses him on the mouth, and then kind of walks away. And it's like a four second clip, like when the ship kind of gets shot and shakes, and then she goes into the cockpit. Um, but this version is like one minute long almost, and and I don't know, it's just kind of it's almost too long for the action intent because they're being chased, right? So yeah, it, it makes no sense to have a shot that long. But uh, yeah, it just felt awkward, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I the whole Mark being out of it, or like Luke being out of it here, was made the whole scene kind of kind of strange. I think it was that. Plus, it was too long for a dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going on? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
what yeah his reaction like what are you talking like are you crazy like who's boba fett who cares yeah yeah all right the next one deleted scene lobot's capture the fate of lando's aid is never revealed in the finished movie but this footage makes it clear that his role in freeing the rebel prisoners did not go unnoticed let's take a listen So Lobot's sneaking around the hallways. Bunch of stormtroopers whip by and he hides in the behind a pillar. Looks like he's He's like looking around like suspicious. Maybe he's oh, He's sneaking. He's apprehended. Oh. He's apprehended. Nice stormtroopers. That's <laughs> <It's> Lando. <laughs> sneaking around. around the other corner. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make the door on time. <laughs> okay, that's quite, that's kind of funny, but it is kind of awkward. I can see why it's not in the movie. Yeah, so basically, it's just Lobot getting arrested by stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. The fate of Lando's aid. Yep. Instead, we're just left not knowing what happens to Lobot because he's not in Return of the Jedi. I've I've actually, you know, what's funny is like I've never actually wondered um, what <laughs> what happened to him. I just assumed after Lando. Leia and Chewie and 3PO kind of do their their thing and escape from the stormtroopers with the Lando with with uh Lobot and is it Lobot and a bunch of other trooper like uh Bespin security like they they help him out or something and they all kind of uh ambush yeah. the stormtroopers and hold them at gunpoint. Yeah, they they save Lando, I think. Yeah, I I don't know. I think this this looks like it was maybe after that. Um but it, it's 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 kind of hard to tell, but it seems as if it would fit after that moment happens, and then he just gets apprehended again, or something like that. But um, it's funny that they call it the fate of Lobot because because yeah, when 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 Lando is being taken to uh, with Leia, you know, down the hallway, he activates something on his wrist, and it activates Lobot. Right, and that's like yeah. Lobot that helps him. Yeah, so to Apple see watch. Lobot get arrested is just kind of like I never actually cared. Like I never really cared to notice. What I just thought, oh, maybe he'd be helping with whatever. Like there's people running around all over the place, and these shots just feel. Yeah, there's like yeah, an ice cream machine guy whips by, and you know, there, there's like a whole bunch of things happening, and and this these shots just feel very empty, and uh, I feel like they just didn't. It was like maybe the 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 additional footage day where uh, they didn't necessarily have any crowd that they that they were able to use. So uh, this right. is a this is a no go for me. It does make me question though because Lando escapes on the Falcon with the heroes. Yep. So then everyone who's left at Cloud City, they're just captured by the Empire. Um, I think Vader's still there. Yeah, well, he 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 kind of sends out the emergency signal and set and sends out the evacuation yeah, symbol. He says that the empire has taken right. over the the city or something like that, and and that everyone right, yeah. is advised to leave. Right? Like he says that on the intercom or whatever. So well, I yes, just assumed then... that Lobot got away. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we're left to believe with the current cut. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's funny how they never met up again, though. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it is kind of funny because because uh, in the canon there is a, um, a a comic which you do see kind of the growth of the relationship between Lobot and Lando. Um, so they've been they've been friends wait, wait, for wait. It, a while. Is, is that why Lando's pansexual now? <laughs> yeah, it's always with the computers, right? Um, yeah, the uh, he does the the. It's mentioning. It's worth mentioning though that in the canon. Lobot has made appearances through the Aftermath trilogy. Um, Last Shot, which was also a Star Wars novel that featured Han and Lando. Yeah, and then uh, he was also in War of the Bounty Hunters, issues number four and five. And he was also uh, obviously in the Star Wars comic book series. Uh, More recently, the post-Empire one, which is um, the 2020 Star Wars series from Marvel. So he is, he's kind of made his uh, post-Empire um, canon appearances. And uh, while we're on the subject of liberating La- uh, Lobot, uh, in the Lego version of Episode 5, which I just played, uh, you do, in fact, rescue uh, Lobot, I think. And, and he doesn't get arrested at all. Not that that's canon at all. It's just, it was just kind of a funny little, little Easter egg. Oh, there we go. Now we got the official canon story. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Let's, uh, let's take a look at the next one here. Deleted scene. Luke and Leia Medical Center. Luke and Leia share a rare quasi-romantic moment together on Hoth well before the kinship is established in Return of the Jedi. Luckily, R2-D2 makes a well-timed interruption. Let's take a listen. Luke in the back to tank here. Back is growing real well. Scars ought to be gone in a day or so. Does it hurt? Nah, I'm fine. Leia. When I was out in that storm, I... I was real worried. You were worried. Got me thinking, you know. I might never get the chance. What? Tell me. Thanks, Trippio. Arthur expresses his relief also. I'll be back later. Leia. I have to go away for a while. What? Where are you going? To another system. It's not far from here. That's great. That's just great. Why doesn't everybody just take off? What are you talking about? First Han, now you. (sighs) When am I going to learn not to count on anyone but myself? I didn't know he was leaving. You know, I was getting along fine before I met you two moon jockeys. (laughs) Calm down. Tell me about Han. Oh, he's got to pay off that criminal he's in hock to. Job of the hut. You know, I could get more loyalty if I went down the hall and recruited some of those ice creatures. Ice creatures? Here? Oh, yes, but they're being trapped rather cleverly. Hey, you kid! You don't look so bad to me. In fact, he looks pretty good. You look strong enough to pull the ears off a Gondark. Thanks to you. That's two, Yomi Jr. Well, your worship. 
Weird. Interesting. So it's just like now, an alternate version or something. Yeah. Now we know what happens before Han Solo shows up. <laughs> yeah. A little smooch. Yeah, nearly. They're like an inch away. That's uh Oh man. Close call. She was really into it too. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. She was more into the she's into this kiss with Luke, and then she's more into the kiss with Solo later. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a bit torn on this because the scene's actually enjoyable to watch, but um, obviously we've seen this this movie so many times that uh, it's hard to picture it differently. But I think if it was in the movie and the music was timed right, and if it was maybe that sequence just cut down just a little bit, you know, uh, I feel like uh, it actually could have been uh, something something good. <laughs> a little extra because it, it also. Uh, kind of shares some information and reminder that Jabba is still after Han Solo. It does, yeah. That that's you. Instead of it kind of being wrangled in at the end with Boba, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you notice that three PO was referring to himself from the another deleted scene when he captures the Wampas? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I I do I did I did recall that actually. Speaking of which, I think is this is that deleted scene in the mix here? When he tears off the uh, the warning label from the door on the wall. Yeah, that that reminds me. It doesn't look like it's in this list. Oh yeah, what the heck? Okay, when we get to the end here, um, let's make sure we 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 discuss that one because that is one of the funniest outtakes I think of the movie. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's why it was too goofy. It didn't didn't want anyone to know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because because later. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's like a two-part joke almost, and they they shaved uh, both ends out of the movie because uh, you know let, let's talk about it after, but but yeah, let's let's keep that in mind for um for when we're when we're uh, at the end here. Um, here's the next one. So you put part of this in. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I I think I would I would still use sections of this if I were to redo the movie over. I think I think it wasn't mm-hmm. it's not completely out of the question that um I would it doesn't feel out of place. Fair enough. I wonder if it's a little bit long and dialogue-y, mm-hmm. but the music could help with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like the part that Luke says, I, I would never got a chance to tell you, and then he kind of leans in for a kiss and doesn't doesn't quite make it before he's interrupted. Oh, um, gosh. I think it's... If they kept all that stuff in, do you think Jedi would have made the decision in Jedi to make them siblings? Uh, I think so. I think so, because... Man, <laughs> I mean, even at the end of Empire, they they still have that that little Luke Leia moment, moment when he's ill, right? When he's on the ship, like she still kind of hovers over his lips before deciding not to fully commit to a kiss. Man, right? So, so you don't think that was a change then? You think that George knew all along, and he still wrote in scenes like this? Uh maybe. Maybe I don't. I don't really know at what point that he decided that they'd be siblings. I think that may have just been a last-minute Return of the Jedi thing yeah, to make that's them what twins. I always thought it was. That's what I always thought. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, it's tough to say. Uh, it's tough to say. I, I, I do kind of like it though. It's it's kind of uh, it's not it's not quite quirky, but it adds it adds a little more. You know, and it adds a little more to that love triangle. Rather, you, rather oh than gosh. it being just right. a Luke kind of crushing on Leia, and then Han and yeah. Leia are actually like the thing. So it okay, a- here's another th- adds here's more another substance. Thing. Okay, 
So Obi-Wan force ghosts and interacts with Luke and tells him stuff. Mm-hmm. He never bothered to tell Luke that he's got a crush on his twin sister. There's a robot chicken about that. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, could you imagine Anakin too? Because Anakin's also Force Ghost, and he's watching his. No, no, yeah, he's still Vader. He's still Vader. He doesn't know. Oh yeah, you're right. It's later on. So I was thinking of the finale. Thinking you got it all backwards there. But what the heck? Well, it would be funny if he... Obi Wan. Obi Wan is the only one to blame here. <laughs> What would be funny is if you become a force ghost and all of a sudden can like see the events of time even before that moment. Yeah, that's so I was wondering, becoming like omnipresent. And then like, like yeah, you, yeah, you just know all of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he shows up as a force ghost. First thing he says, like, "Hey, uh, w- we gotta talk." <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Ghost Anakin never shows up again to help Luke. He's just so <laughs> stricken. So he's not in the sequels. He's like scarred for life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, let's get into the next one here. Deleted scene, Luke's recovery. As Luke recovers, he mutters deliriously. His lines were never recorded, though Han's confused reaction is heard in this cut. Director Irvin Kirshner reads the medical droid's dialogue. Okay, let's take a listen. So, a shot of Leia and Han looking at Luke in the back to tank. And droids and Chewie are present. I don't know what he's saying. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, it looks like the medical droid's supposed to be talking. I do hope he's all there, if you see what I mean. It'd be most unfortunate if Master Luke got short circuit. Commander Skywalker has been ill and dormant shot, but is responding well to the back day. He is presently out of danger. Thank the maker. There's I guess some, they just used that last shot. Yeah, yeah. They and they used the one with the medical droid pinning that little puck to the. Oh yeah. Uh, back to chamber. There's some interesting little shots of Han Solo and his face. He looks kind of like he's trying to hold the smile back or something. It's kind of weird. <laughs> just giggling. Yeah, yeah. So maybe ridiculous. it's just maybe it's just Harrison Ford breaking character. Um, yeah, maybe he's laughing at that Luke has to wear that diaper. I, I'd imagine it'd be a little tough because he's breathing through this straw, you know, and has to right. try and sink himself in, as low as possible into this tank. Uh, so I'm sure I'm sure when they're shooting shots of him, they he probably thought it was quite humorous at times. <laughs> I look pretty goofy, yeah. There's, trying to be there at the time. Yeah, there's uh, there's some there's some audio recordings actually of of him uh you know it's uh <laughs> it's it's quite funny let's actually you know i i got i got it right here um i've called this little clip cynical harrison uh this is a audio snippet from uh i believe it's empire of dreams the documentary 
and it's about the uh the creation of the original trilogy and kind of beyond and uh the uh interviews with with some of these actors uh and he says something that was really really quite funny so take a listen to this a princess with hair and weird buns on the side and like giant monkey suit or something i mean it was weird it was very very weird yeah, that's sounds a, about right. Yeah, yeah. He gets to set and, and he's like, and Princess Leia with these weird buns in her hair and someone in a <laughs> giant monkey suit. And I mean, it was weird. It was really, really <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, it's true. And that's part of the thing that George really struggled with when he had to, for the first film, he had, had to sign up with a, a studio, right? And then at, at the time, everyone was watching like cowboy movies and stuff. So this was really bizarre. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, um, going back to the stilly to scene, I think it's a no-go for me. There's just a lot of unnecessary stuff in here. Yeah. And that, you know, it's it's hard to make a, an actual decision. I mean, I probably would say no as well. But it's hard to make a decision just based on the fact that we don't have most of the audio. Right, right. Yeah, the medical droid's talking and, and we can't actually Only hear what he's saying. the final shot. Right, right. Oh, yeah. 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 So most of it, the medical droid is talking and we don't hear anything. Exactly. Yeah. He's kind of gesturing at yeah. the back to tank, which, and it's a lot of silence and them just looking at the back to tank with Luke inside. So it just, I just assume that there was supposed to be more dialogue. And the description also yeah. says that um, his lines were never recorded. So, but Han's confused reaction is heard in this cut. So, yeah. yeah. You hear him say, well, it doesn't make any sense to me. R- right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know what what that was all about, but I don't know. Oh, regardless, it's just kind of like a throwaway throwaway sequence. Yeah. Do they still say back to in the final cut? Uh, I I don't really know, but we we also heard it in the last scene with the Luke and Leia. So that was also an outtake, though. Right. Yeah. So I forget if um I forget if it's actually if it ends up in the final film, but man, Luke gets beat up quite a bit through this movie. Doesn't he lose his <laughs> hand? Gets a wampa tearing down his face and mm-hmm. <laughs> geez, he's like put through the ringer. Uh, all yeah. the training on Dagobah. Yeah. I was going to say loses to himself as Darth Vader. He has to Dagobah. eat Yoda soup. I mean, you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the guy goes through uh, all the hoops in this it's because one. Yoda, it's because Yoda ate all of his chicken nuggets. <laughs> I can just imagine him, you know, as finally he's a Jedi Master in Episode Six. Like, George, I'm coming back for. I, I'm finally a Jedi. I don't need to eat that soup. And uh... <laughs> oh gosh, and the, there's a, a recording of Mark Hamill somewhere also talking about in A New Hope when he had to drink the the blue milk. He said it was just so disgusting, but he did it in the first take, so he had to do it in all of them, or else it wouldn't be consistent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because oh, uh, it was it's pasteurized milk from a can, and they're in like forty degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they had to keep they had to bring milk out to the middle of the desert, so you know, no way of keeping that stuff cool all day. So yeah, disgusting. Oh, man. He said disgusting. he regretted it so bad. <laughs> yeah. He's got no yeah. no good memories of blue milk, and uh, even yeah. even in the sequels. Uh, uh, there was, I think that that um, milk mustache 
that they yeah. gave him in uh, in episode eight that was done in post. So, you know, they, they probably told him, like, "Oh, really? We we yeah. want we want you you know Brian Johnson. We want we want to make you a nice milk mustache out of green milk." I'm sure he had his after all the stuff that he'd gone through and also not being part of episode seven other than like one shot. I'm sure he was a little ticked off and probably didn't want to do it. <laughs> and so they did it anyways in post. Um, <laughs> but yeah, his face. Maybe man. He, they did it, but on set, but it like it wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah, bigger yeah. Mustache. His face when he drinks from that bottle after squeezing out of that big alien boob on the beach. Oh my gosh. Just, yeah, he's so, so unhappy, man. Like, <laughs> You just look at his grimace like every time and it's like I oh, I can man. feel the pain. Like Jake Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if he hadn't already gone through enough, now he's now he's gotta do this. Um all right, let's uh let's take a look at the third final one. The fate of General Veers. Um after General Veers destroys the rebel power generators, rebel pilot Hobby crashes a snowspeeder into his walker. Until now, this scene has never been seen. Let's cool. uh, let's take a look. Distance to power generators, six four one. Yeah. All right, we got a shot of a rebel pilot crashing into the bridge of the ATAT. General Veers oh, yeah. blows up with it, and this is all storyboard. The ATAT just collapses. That's cool. Um. It, it's kind of too bad that they didn't finish that. I, I don't. I don't mind that at all. I think it breaks canon though, because those things are supposed to be super armored. Um. Uh, yeah. That that's true. Um. I guess. I guess their their blasters the, the didn't only, impenetrate. Yeah. Yeah. The only weak spot supposed to be the neck, right? So even when the ATAT is downed from the cables and they blow it up, they shoot it in the neck. Right. Um, and here he he just drives straight into the, like the cockpit of the ATAT, like the headpiece. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's it's kind of interesting because um, he really doesn't have any any further appearances on his Wikipedia page. He was mentioned in Crimson Rain number two, which is like um, I believe is a that comic book came out less than two months ago it was february 2nd this is that, general veers yeah 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 he was mentioned in crimson rain uh uh issue number two which came out february 2nd which is the follow-up to war of the bounty hunters so it, it'll be worth kind of going through that when that crossover that is finished uh, i'm sure we'll end up talking about it at some point uh, but it looks like he was mentioned in that one i don't know if it's in the context that he's alive or if he died on hoth or whatever uh, but it is something that I never really considered before that he we just don't see him and don't really care. As It's kind of like Lobot. It's like, oh, he's a guy that had a few yeah. lines. He kind of showed up. Well, Lobot didn't have any, but, you know, he showed up. And then we just, he disappeared and we just never really questioned it, right? With <laughs> um, yeah. Veers, yeah. I always just assumed, you know, he's part of the Empire. He just moved on to whatever his next mission was. We just never saw him again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that he had a planned death scene. That's uh, fascinating. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one then. Wampa attacks. The uh, the Wampa threat was a was bigger in the script uh, after hints that the rebels are not alone. 
uh, a beast attacks. Unsatisfactory creature effects cut this subplot from the film. Let's take. This must a l- be the three PO scene we're talking about. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a listen. Hi. Looks like it. Well, right, Echo Base here. Ah. So as we're listening to Leia and Han argue, there's a shot of the snow falling apart on the wall and a piece of ice behind it and a claw kind of trying to get through the ice. And then a shot of R2 here. Looks like he's finally broken through. Yeah, so it looks like a lot of the ice that's collapsing that we assumed was the Empire attacking the base was actually Wampas moving in. Yeah. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah, that costume for the Wampa is not as good. It's all skeletal. Skeleton face. <laughs> Bunch of rebel troopers run around a corner and see the Boom! Wampa. And looks like they're... They're throwing crates at, at the rebels. The yeah, the Wampas throwing crates and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, okay. That looks like the whole thing's made up like a giant sheepskin. Probably was. Yeah, I can I can see why they cut this. It's pretty rough. It is pretty it rough. It's such a strange subplot. It is, yeah. Um, you get like, oh, five, looks like five rebel troopers. Look like they killed the they Wampa. They killed one. They collapsed something on it, looks like. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. They're eyeing it on the ground. One of them's got his horn sticking up. R2 comes in and <laughs> takes a good look. R2 seems to be hiding. We got another Wampa. Oh, yeah. There's another one. He's breaking all the cables at the back of the base. Wampa, move! <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, R2's trapped. Two did make it. Oh, here's here's the shot where Han, Leia, and oh, 3PO yeah. running down the hallway. 3PO eyes the door with the sticker. Yeah, there's a, there's a warning sign. <laughs> rips it off. <laughs> I love that. He rips it off knowing there's a womp behind that door. And then the snowtrooper is like... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> open up yeah, the door and the big paw comes out and grabs them. And then Vader shows up. Yeah, yeah. He just shakes his head and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite it's comical, so isn't ridiculous. it? So that was I actually sound. that was part of it. Um, I think there is a section that that isn't in this list, which is um, because they know that there that there are wampas in there. Um, I guess maybe I, I think the sticker was put on the door because something happens yeah. earlier in the cut in the, in and again i don't think that scene is in this list but something happens as to a reason as to why they put the warning sticker on the door that leads to this wampa cave and then yeah, that's why you traps it in there it, yeah yeah exactly there's a whole subplot where they trap it in there and um i think it was uh, forces of destiny the uh, animated youtube series which um which uh, had a uh, uh, so the the plot was uh, a little kind of they're supposed to be canon, um, but the plot was that that scene is now recanonized, sort of like the reason why there's like a sticker on that door, I believe. And uh, it was it was interesting because it just kind of brought this whole 
joke back as to why 3PO knows there's Wampa behind the door, rips the sticker off yeah. knowing that stormtroopers are coming after them. And they go and investigate behind the door. And right away, you just get this big white paw, like grab one of them by the face and rip it in. Yeah. And they quickly close the door again. (laughs) Yeah. And then they listen to him screaming behind the door. And yeah, it was. I swear the YouTube version I watched had sound. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure if we look it up on YouTube, it would probably be there. So. Let's take a let's take a quick peek here. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, here it is. Um, so I've got a video here. Um, it's under the YouTube channel Razor Rezek. I'll uh, I'll pass you a I'll pass you a link, uh, and we can take a listen. All right, so Han and Leia run by the door. 3PO sees the door with the sticker. (laughs) There it is. There's the rip. Stormtroopers run around the corner. They see the door. They open it. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it. Why would they cut the sound? I don't know. I don't know. This version doesn't appear to have any, but... but uh, That's so strange, because the sound adds to the gag. Yeah, it does, yeah. And I love the the way Anthony Daniels does that little rip. You know? The rip? Yeah, he like kind of... just Yeah, yeah. just the way he does it and then scurries off is just... Because <laughs> he can't move in the suit. Yeah. He just awkwardly walks up. <laughs> If there's any one single deleted scene that I recommend anyone look up, it's definitely that one. Yeah. Um, it's a good bit. It is. All right. Let's take a look at the last you, one here. Would you add it back though? Oh, totally. Yeah. As long as there's context, as long as there's context in the movie as to why there's a warning sticker on the door. Like, um, I, I feel like the joke doesn't work unless you know already yeah. like what's behind it. Right. Um, and and without that that build up of that joke, it's just not as not as much of a payoff. But uh, I I would try and work it back in the movie. I think it's quite funny. Uh, what about you? As much as funny as I find it, I almost wonder if it's too cheesy. Like it feels cheesier than anything else that we get in the original trilogy. It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like it would fit well in the prequels. Yeah, it would. It would actually. Yeah, the... like replace three PO with Jar Jar, and you got it made in the shade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta remove this stick. There's a big Goba fish behind that door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just here. Yeah, Jar Jar just sees the Wampa. Oh no! <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take a look at this last and final deleted scene from Empire. It's called Yoda's Test. As a test of Luke's Jedi reflexes, Yoda floats a silver bar before the young apprentice. Luke ignites his blade and cuts the bar into pieces, uh, an effect that never completed. Let's uh, let's take a listen. Okay. Doesn't appear to be any audio for this, but Yoda's holding out a silver 
It just looks like a silver rectangular brick. It's a really long box. Yeah. Piece of silver, yeah. Maybe about the width of someone's shoulders, you know, shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's face. Yeah. <laughs> looks like there's a bunch of takes here. There's, oh, there we go. So, so Luke whizzes around with his lightsaber, swings at nothing. And I'm assuming they were maybe planning on adding, adding the, the bar, post. bar later, maybe. Yeah. There's another camera angle where they do the exact same shot. And uh, that appears to be it. Um, okay, for me, this doesn't really fit with the rest of uh, of the training sequence. No, so it seems very out of place. Y- yeah, yeah. So that's a <laughs> that's a that's a thumbs down for me. Um, so strange. Like, why a silver bar? Why would they want to cut a silver bar with a lightsaber for training? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just kind of weird, you know? Like, why would... Something Yoda had laying around? Yeah, I, but here's the interesting part about this scene, though, is that it's interesting to see that Yoda is somewhat instructing him in how to use a lightsaber. Right. That's the only That's interesting true. concept that comes from that scene because, truly, he doesn't actually uh, l- learn how to use a lightsaber in the films at all like he, he he's no. given that like two minute tutorial with the the little blaster droid and that's pretty much it right so yeah and that's with obi-wan and mm-hmm. new hope and this one he just learns to levitate rocks and do flips yeah he learns more about the force yeah he learns more about the force than anything but yeah really when it comes to the lightsaber work um i know in the when the canon <clears throat> uh, as you look at the canon as a whole there's a lot more at the uh, you know as to why um that gap is kind of filled in right but uh if we just look at these outtakes and kind of the deleted um scenes and context for the structure around the movie it it is kind of curious it's always been a little curious why they never had any training for for luke's lightsaber abilities right no it's a good point it's funny how people like never question that but people questioned right and no end. <laughs> I know, right? Um, that, that's the thing, right? I think it's just this day and age, we want uh, context from uh, from uh, these particular types of, of films. But w- when it comes to Ray's lightsaber work, I think what people were really, qu- at least how I question it because i question that myself is more so her natural ability to just use the force um without training rather than uh rather than her ability to swing yeah because the lightsaber duel is done in a way that kind of does make it look like she's just swinging that thing around uh without a good uh knowledge of how to use it um right when you put it in context with her ability to use that staff on jakku where yeah. the training came for that staff, maybe yeah. she had to teach herself. I don't know, but but the lightsaber thing I can get kind of get around. Um, 
Kylo Ren's also massively injured in that sequence. So I, I can kind of yeah. believe that it's just the force thing that bothers me. And with Luke is the opposite. It's like, okay, he learned how to use the force, but he never learned how to use his lightsaber in the films. So actually the opposite. That's funny. Hey? Yeah. And with Anakin, we never question it because it's like, there's such a big time a jump and he, yeah, he's been true. with a master that entire time. So yeah. And he's the chosen one. So there's a variety of reasons why we never question um, I'm the only the human that can do it. <laughs> you must have good must reflexes. Have reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never questioned it. Jedi reflexes. I love that term. You know, I got to, I got to, we got to use that more. If someone does something awesome, instead of saying parkour, you know, you just say, yeah, he must have Jedi reflexes if he can accomplish such a feat. <laughs> <laughs> You got to get all nasally, like Qui-Gon. I knocked a bull out of the cupboard, and then out of the corner of my eye, I saw it, and I quickly shot across. I turned sideways, and I snagged it before it hit the counter and and shattered. Nice. So that was my Jedi reflexes. You must have Jedi reflexes, then. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. Let's let's take a look. Um, We're about to get into the next level here. Finally, Return of the Jedi. Together again, huh? Wouldn't miss it. How we doing? Same as always. That bad, huh? Soon the rebellion will be crushed. And young Skywalker will be one of us. Vader. You must confront Vader. Fighters coming in. I'll never turn to the dark side. So be it. Boba Fett? Where? I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Arthur, where are we going? I couldn't possibly, Jola. All right, so this is my personal favorite of the original trilogy. Um... And uh, I noticed, did you notice in that trailer, you heard some dialogue that I don't think is in the movie between Luke and Han when they're getting moved to the sail barge. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, maybe it'll show up in one of these deleted scenes. <laughs> Let's... Um, Wait, you don't mean how we doing? Like, right? Yeah, that one. Same as always. That bad, huh? No, that's definitely in the movie. Is that in the movie? Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't even remember that. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, wow, wow. It's, uh, it's the first conversation that Luke and Han have after Han gets out of carbonate. Uh, okay, okay. Maybe uh, maybe my memory's just bad then on that. Um, all right, we got we got the uh, the first the first of many uh, deleted scenes. Actually, it's not that many. Empire looked like it had more. They're long, though. They're it's longer. The first one's 10 minutes. First one is 10 minutes. Deleted scene, Battle of Endor, The Lost Rebels. This footage includes rebel pilots who never made the final cut, plus additional action featuring the Millennium Falcon support crew. Uh, That also means a lot of... (laughs) A lot of nine-nom going on. Um, All right, let's take a listen. You look like a 
flat stack of pancakes. <laughs> we need a standing by. Three of them coming in, 20 degrees. Three of them coming in, 20 degrees. I'm on it, Red Leader. I'm on it, Red Leader. There's too many of them. There's too many of them. You're taking a lot of fire. Back off. You're taking a lot of fire. Back off. Red 4, watch out. Red 4, watch out. I'm hit. I'm hit. It's your left power supply. It's your left power supply. You pick one up, watch it. My scope's negative. Where is he? She, My scope's negative. She's a Where pilot a who's very rough footage. It's not even cut into the sequence. No. It looks like a lot of outtakes just stitched together. Looks like she's in an A-wing. Mm -hmm. I copy. Moving into positions. I copy. Moving into positions. Stay clear of their front battery. That's the director you hear in the background so reading off lines, probably. So heavy fire zone down there. I'm in range. I'm in range. Move the joint. Right. With you. I'm losing power. I'm losing power. Get clear. She's gonna blow. Get clear. Man, she's they gonna go blow. through this so fast. Yeah. I'm on the leader. Yeah. Film's expensive. <laughs> Stay away from those light guns. Yeah, they whiz There's right through those. Of them. Makes me wonder if they also use the dialogue when we're looking at other off. other pilots. It's like through the radio. Yeah. It's my left power supply. There's like an elderly woman here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. You pick one up, watch it. My scope's negative. Where is he? Do you think it's uh, Where is Princess Leia from The Last Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Six squad fighters have broken through. We're starting our attack run on the main power tree. Repeat it, I didn't hear. We're starting our attack run on the main power tree. <laughs> We're starting our track run on the main power tree. I love how the targeting computer is just too tall for her. Stay clear of their yeah, batteries. yeah. Stay clear of their front batteries. It's a heavy fire zone down there. It's a heavy fire zone down there. I'm in range. I'm in range. Move the joystick a bit. Right with you. Right with you. I'm losing power. I'm moving. Right, say the line again. I'm losing power. I'm losing power. Get clear, she's gonna blow. Get clear, she's gonna blow. <laughs> Go on, say the line again. <laughs> yeah, right. I copy, moving in. I copy. Moving into position. <laughs> He's actually he speaks English or basic. <laughs> and his mouth moves with it. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm in range. Right with you. Right with you. I'm losing power. I'm losing power. Get clear. She's gonna blow. Get clear. She's gonna blow. I'm on the leader. I'm on the leader. Okay, you're leaning a bit further forward, too far forward. Though. It's all the same lines, it's, Yeah, I'll, I'll talk over it just because it's all the same stuff, but wouldn't it be funny, man, if, if nine of us, they, they throw the edit together and they act like they make like the Spanish version for the movie, and then it was like the one scene that got cut, and or maybe they just the one scene that snuck in and, and the dialogue was different or something, you know? I don't oh, know. no. Just, yeah, if he just he speaks English. In the movie, yeah, because in the movie he doesn't speak at all, so why, it, it, obviously they changed their plans. Yeah, he just kind of goes, hey, you know, he just kind of spits out something. Yeah, that's right. And then Lando says, like, I get those Star Destroyers or something, you know, like he's he's kind of feeding off of what Nine Numb's saying, so he's understanding it. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, we got a. 
an Akbar looking. Some sort of man calamari, yeah. Yeah. I'm in range. The, the mouthpiece is moving with his speak, which is pretty cool. I'm losing power. Fried calamari tonight. Fried calamari tonight. <laughs> Fried calamari tonight. Isn't that like a a self insult? Right. Okay. Stay away from those side guns. Stay away from those side guns. Heavy fire. I see it. Look out. Heavy fire. I see it. Look out. Fried calamari. Pull up, pull up. Stay close to the ground. Okay, stay close to the ground. Firing proton torpedoes. Firing proton torpedoes. And you're gonna die on this line. You're really gonna die. I've lost my main stabilizer. I can't pull out. Fly I've lost die. my main stabilizer. I can't pull out. Okay. Flying along now, Tim. Looking out left and right. Tip, tip the head up a bit. Okay. Can't quite hear. Got static on the headphone. That's a good okay, move, Simon. Forward, Simon. Again, this guy's really soft-spoken. It's quite funny. I've, I've lost my main stabilizer. I can't get up. <laughs> I can't see. All this technology in no men's room. What? All this technology in no men's room? What? I wish I could stop drooling. They're just having fun. Oh, oh yeah. Now I see. It's kind of a gag. Gag tip. This is the last time I fly Lucas Air. Prepare for <laughs> Lucas <takeoff>. Air. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Air. That's a good one. Okay, we got a shot of two rebels running down the halls of the Falcon with the box. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's a bunch of there's a bunch of outtakes from them fighting from the Falcon. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And then nine nubs in there. Looks like he's fixing something on the wall. He's just like the same guy just running back and forth. You can't get the bottle open, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rubs his finger in oil and like rubs it on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fixed. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I think these are also kind of the same idea. It's just random takes of rebels fixing the Falcon in various places and, you know, yeah. just keeping it afloat basically as they're fighting off all these TIE fighters and uh, that's kind of cool. I, I like the idea that this is it's still playing, by the way, to all these listening. But uh, I, I like the idea that that they're kind of fixing this ship and barely holding it together as it's keeping up as a flagship in this battle. You know? Uh, yeah. Because instead, we only see the cockpit. They cut everything else out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, we only see in Lando. Yeah, we only ever see the Falcon and Lando, and that's that's pretty much it. And and there's that one little. See that one, like two responses from Nine Numb, and that's, you know, that's all we get. That makes me. Maybe we'll get more because right now this is all just B-roll, but it makes me wonder if there was a subplot of maybe the Falcon uh, having some sort of like specific action sequence. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, now we're looking at people sitting on the guns, like the turrets uh, for yeah. the Falcon, and and yeah, it's interesting to think like maybe. Just random rebels, though they're not named characters at all. 
Right. Right. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder, like, um, maybe you're right. Maybe there was something more to the battle. Maybe the battle was supposed to be so much more grand, you know, but they ended up uh, probably running short on time. And of course, the, the end cut between the battle, the space battle, plus the ground battle, plus the lightsaber duel. Um, yeah. You know, if we had a lot of this B-roll still in the film, uh, it would it would somewhat take away from the 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 personal fight of Luke versus Vader, and as well as the the ground battle happening, which was almost arguably more important because they had to take down the shield. And it looks like we're on. Is this the Mon Calamari cruiser? But there's a different leader. Yeah, that looks like the general, the rebel general guy who gives the briefing. Right, but. Are all groups in their I think he was replaced by Admiral Ackbar, right? It looks like it, yeah. I love this chair. The chair that swivels around, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's neat to see this design is so similar to the ships, like the the for, like the, the capital ships that we see in Rogue One. Yeah. A85, A take four. Background action. Action arm and chair. It's like he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, it does. <laughs> May the force be with us. Just the way it's shot. Not there's anything wrong with being in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah. No, it's just kind of, kind of quirky, for sure. The way that it swivels around. It's like you think yeah. it's you think it's on wheels, but it's really just like a chair on like a big giant stick. Yeah. Yeah, it's on a big pole, like swiveling around. Is this supposed to be a hover chair, or is it supposed to be? Um, oh, May. But they painted it out. I guess we'll never know. Right. It was supposed to be on armor hovering around. Well, that was all very interesting. I can't say that I'd be intrigued with any of it being in the movie. Um, Not, they didn't give us enough context, and maybe that's why it got cut, is there wasn't context. But it looks like a lot of the Falcon stuff was for some sort of action sequence. Mm-hmm. Do we? I don't think we ever see the Falcon get into like a, a like a a one-on-one dogfight or anything specific like that. Right. We just see it helps and, and shoots down some ties and then it flies into the, into the death star. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Right. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whenever I watched the final battle from that movie, I, I never questioned the pacing or the action or a lack of story in that space battle. I've never questioned it. So for me, all of this stuff is just B roll stuff that, didn't end up in the movie and I couldn't care less kind of thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, it's hard to say what it would have been, but the pacing that we have is good. So I wouldn't change anything. Right. Um, let's move on to the next one then. Deleted scene. Gerard's conflict. Commander Gerard originally had more screen time. He is seen risking the wrath of Vader and having misgivings about targeting the Endor moon with the Death Star. This is the same guy who Vader is speaking to at the beginning of the movie about keeping the Death Star on track because the Emperor is coming. Yeah. And this is the same guy. It the, looks Emperor, like, the Emperor is coming the, here. The Emperor is coming here? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, so let's... We double uh, our efforts. <laughs> yeah, let's take a listen. You may not enter. Saying that to Vader. <laughs> Ooh, the royal guards point their staffs at Vader. That's interesting. It is the Empress' command. 
I will wait his convenience. Very good. <laughs> he walked away from that choke pretty good. Yeah. It is lost. And your friends on the indoor moon will not survive. Yes, Your Highness. <laughs> Should the rebels manage to blow up the shield generator, you will turn this battle station onto the Endor moon and destroy it. Yes, Your Highness. But we have several battalions stationed on the moon. You will destroy it. Yes, Your Highness. There is no escape, my young apprentice. The Alliance will die. Sir, the deflector shield is down, and we've lost all contact with the generating station. Position the station to blow up the moon. Commence rotation of main batteries. Sir. Sir. The rebel fleet is moving to the unfinished portion of the station. Concentrate all firepower on that sector. 0.05 to moon target. Rebel fighters have entered the superstructure. Open the power discharge gates. Flood sectors 304 and 138. I just slow them up a bit. 0.03 to moon target. 0.02 to moon target. 0.01 to moon target. Moon target in range. Sir, moon target in range now. Commence firing. Fire. So I guess there was a B plot that were going to blow up the moon, but they blew up the Death Star before it could fire. Right. And it's interesting to see Gerard's kind of conflicting look on his face as he's being scolded by the emperor to do that um and afterwards too you can tell he doesn't want to do it he just feels like he has to right right i never had any strong feelings towards his character again it's kind of like a lobot thing where well even this guy's even like kind of less um or yeah. more, more like a general veers kind of character right like he just kind of shows yeah. up and i don't really care much about him so i, I don't really I care for this scene with these outtakes, we never see him again after that initial confrontation with Vader. No. Um, in fact, he probably just was one of the casualties aboard the Death Star when he just dies, and we never see him after yeah. that. But, but I mean, we never see him interact with anything on scene or on, no. on camera. That's right. Exactly. And and uh, another another interesting thing about this is the fact that they would have interwoven it with the with the luke skywalker sequence with vader and palpatine again it just kind of takes away from i had a, I, had a, I had a little laugh there i don't know yeah. if you heard it. i had a little laugh there when when he's saying you know he's standing there <laughs> saying to luke as he's looking out the window uh what he's what he's saying and then when he when he presses the button on his throne to say uh what he does to to the yeah, emperor yeah, yeah the palpatine yeah 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 um uh, it, it's so funny because it's like it's like you hear someone's cell phone go off, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like what? And then and then you just it just cuts down to this like little room with like a bunch of imperial officers. It's just quite funny. Like it's very yeah. rough. Um, Fire at will, Commander. <laughs> I said, do it. 
<laughs> it sounded like like uh, Paus was in the same room, just on the other side. Yeah, the like other side of the wall. The, like, <laughs> he was like yelling across the office, like "Fire at will, Commander!" <laughs> and bring me a, a, a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any coffee left? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I could go without. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. I think it would have been too complicated, and that's probably why they cut it. Is we're following too many storylines already. <laughs> like so. you're saying, yeah. Because we were inside the Falcon, plus the uh, the rest of the the pilots. They're all going through the Death Star. Plus, mm-hmm. we're dealing with Luke and Vader and Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Plus, we got the story thread of them blowing up the shield generator and everything on Endor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, um, it's a little, it's a little much, and and I'm glad that the whole thing was trimmed down. This was a much needed cut scene for for the good of the movie. Yeah, Let's, it was a neat uh, idea though. The idea that Palpatine, which does make sense, would just blow up the moon if it ever was. Like they, yeah. they got down the shield generator. What purpose does it serve? So you might as well just blow it up and get rid of the people that caused that. I feel like that's that's kind of an interesting um, twist of events that they still use that little section where he's saying fire at will, but he's actually talking about blowing up the ships like outside in the space battle. Yeah, and and that was that was a much more reasonable use of of that uh, footage. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's take a look at the, the capital ships. Yeah, yeah, exactly the rebel capital ships. Let's take a look at the next one. Uh, Rebel Raid on the Bunker. Uh, in the film, Han and his strike force uh, meet relatively little resistance in infiltrating the Imperial Bunker. This incomplete sequence without finished visual effects has a longer gunfight. Um, so I'm not too sure what we'll see in this, but uh, let's take a look. Oh, we got shots of the Imperial base with stormtroopers. Oh, uh, yeah. So when they first get in after... Hacking through the door, or I guess they they, they trick them to come outside and then they go in. Right. Um, so inside they see stormtroopers. They all shoot them as they land to a big pile. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of goofy, isn't it? <laughs> it's like seven stormtroopers all piled on top of each other. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of cool to see more parts of the base, though. Uh, gunshots are the practical weapons that they're using on set that make a little bang and a spark to know that in post-production they gotta add the laser yeah and then it's also uh, on set it looks like they have like things that pop and start on fire yeah sparks there's another yeah, batch of stormtroopers sounds like a paintball gun fight yeah paintball it does. Fight. oh this looks like it's des- it, it's almost intended to be the same the same sequence, but done from a different camera angle. Look how many stormtroopers they shot down, though. There's like 15 of them on the floor. <laughs> it's so many. The hallway is so tight. It makes no sense that so many would just drop dead like flies. Without any rebel casualties, that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, the rebels are gathering outside of a door. Okay, some Imperial officers behind some computers. Up, you twits, move! Up, up, you twits! Up, you twits! (laughs) 
against the wall. Charges, come on, come on! You rebel scum! Scum? It's actually a good line, you should keep that. You should uh, put that, you should supercut that with uh, the the Imperial that goes, You rebel scum! Yeah. Scum? Scum? Yeah, there's, there's. Okay, so that and the uh, the line where he says, Up, you rebel twits, that's kind of funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I didn't like the rest of it, but that, that cracked me up. I like the idea that not all of the Imperials rushed out of the base because they had them on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Like, why would everybody run out? Right. It doesn't make any sense. And I right. think there's a, a couple, there was actually a couple, um, Con- context troopers. Yeah. Inside, but that's, that was basically it. So, yeah, no, you're right. I do love the context of, of there's still troopers inside. And also most people might not know it unless they've played any of the video games like battlefront two and, and, other things but um the base that they blow up is uh other than the final shot where you realize that the door the entrance which there's like a throwaway line that that 3po or wicket or somebody has i think um wicket says it and 3po translates it and they say that there's another backdoor entrance on the other side of the something right and yeah um and it's actually just like that little bunker that we see in that in that final sequence of the, the forest fight on Endor where they're trying to break through the doors. Um, that's just like the door, right? So it's actually most of the base is underground, which is why when they blow up the base, that big, huge satellite dish that goes up in flames, it looks like the whole forest is freaking blowing up with it kind of thing. Yeah. And it's always, it's always cut a little oddly because, because I think the, 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 the kind of visual, depiction of this base that they're trying to blow up is this this little kind of box thing it's the set and it's yeah. just the door right so what i like about yeah, this it's like an did... elevator size thing and then yeah they go into and the base that blows up is like a like a, a giant skyscraper down yeah there. yeah yeah exactly um it's just the way it's shot i guess but i love the context that this thing clearly gives which is that this is underground and goes for quite a while because there's like lots of long hallways and uh, all that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's only one scene that kind of might give it away, which is when they actually do blow up the bait or before that, when they set the charges. I think Solo like throws a charge at an Imperial officer who kind of goes back over uh, like a fence. That's right. Yeah, and you yeah. see like the background shield kind of oh, generator that's stuff. That's where he tossed it here. Because yeah. in, in this outtake, you can see that he, he two-hand throws it. And yeah. It just looks really goofy. Like he's just thrown in the garbage exactly yeah it looks like they not only reshot it from different angles but um, they also changed some of the dialogue and how the entrance is done and the pacing of the whole thing like they just made it so much faster because there was one shot of uh some rebel in the final film final cut they've got some rebel troopers have some imperial troopers up at the wall at gunpoint kind of thing and they kind of holding them hostage there uh and i noticed that that was just played up a lot differently in this one it almost looked like a security camera the way that it was just posted looking in at the wall and everything happened kind of in in front of it and and in a way that just wasn't very appealing from a mm-hmm. cinematic point of view uh but yeah i'm, I'm glad that it, it it ended up being improved 
you know, for the final. Yeah, film. they probably made the right call. As much as I like the idea they're going for, but mm-hmm. to me, it seems like they probably just they didn't get the footage right. Like, right. I don't know if it was just different direction or or what. You know, but. All right, we got the next one up, Tatooine Sandstorm. This was the first scene shot for Return of the Jedi and also the first scene cut from the film. As it was never completed, the dialogue was never recorded. So I'll try and describe... Re-recorded. Re-recorded, sorry, yeah. Let's, um, thank you, let's uh, take a listen. Sandstormy. Blowing outside the Falcon. We get a Lando, Chewbacca, 3PO, Leia. They're heading towards the Falcon. Yeah, and the droids are out there. Yeah, they look like they're walking through the sand towards the Falcon. So this must be after Jabba's barge. And they walk through a sandstorm back to the Falcon to escape. Yeah, no, it looks like it's before... Because Han isn't there. Han is here. Yeah. Oh, it, it is there. Oh, he is there. Yeah, he is. Right there. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so this is after the Jabba getaway. So it looks like it was so... All those fans that are blowing the sand, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. They literally were causing their own sandstorm. Who, who did Luke just kiss? Yeah, Interesting. So you can't actually hear what the characters are saying, but it looks like this is the scene where they actually part ways. Because in the final film, when they rescue Han and get away from the blown-up sail barge, the next shot is... Yeah, you just see the ships part ways, you know, in in space above Tatooine. So in this scene right here, we're seeing Luke get into his X-Wing with R2, and um, the rest of them go to the Falcon... Uh, it also has a quick little snippet here of him pressing down on the plasty skin that that's surrounding his mechanical arm. Where he got shot. Yeah, where he got shot, yeah. And then he puts a glove on over top. Mm-hmm. So he's just about to... He's in the pilot seat, <laughs> lowers the, the windscreen, and looks like the turbines are whirring up and ready to go that that's kind of a that's an interesting one uh, because you can't really hear the dialogue it's it's um almost not necessary uh Mm. but uh i don't know what do you think of that one it's honestly kind of bizarre to me because i i never pictured anything happening in between the sail barge and them uh parting ways in space where Luke goes back to Dagobah. Right. So I feel like they partially ripped it off when they decided to do uh, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Specifically with uh, Poe landing on the on um, Jakku. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting because we don't really... There's no sandstorms other than the brief one in Phantom Menace. It's the only time it ever happens. Right. So this is, I don't know, this is really strange to me because you see the, the Falcon and yeah. and Luke's X-Wing in the sandstorm, which to me visually is super cool. It is. Like this is a really cool uh, deleted scene. I don't necessarily think it's necessary. 
Right. So obviously, the movie works fine without it. But as far as just like this cool hidden feature that fans can watch, I actually think this is really cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, for sure. It makes for some interesting photography if they were to take some stills and, uh, you know, put them on some trading cards or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is in this, you see them all wearing cloth and stuff covering up their face and whatever from the sand. Yeah. Which we don't see anywhere else. And we don't see them get that garb from anywhere. We don't, we don't see no. them get that garb from when they make their escape, right? So um, I guess, though, that being said, it is was the first shot. Uh, it said it was the first shot cut from the movie. And, and first recorded. Also the first, uh, yeah, the first scene cut. It says the first scene shot and the first scene cut. So there you have it. Um Let's take a look at the last one here, and then we're going to come back to one scene which I uh, noticed is missing from this list. So um, the next one is Vader's arrival and reaching out to Luke. Uh, This sequence nearly made it all the way to the finished edit of the film. It would have introduced Luke Skywalker's very early in the movie, as well as his new lightsaber. You know what? Never mind. This is actually the one. (laughs) All right, let's take a listen. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. I tell you, this station will be operational as planned. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. This is all still in the movie. But he asked the impossible. I need more men. Then perhaps you can tell him when he arrives. The Emperor's coming here? That is correct, Commander. And he is most displeased with your apparent lack of progress. We shall double our efforts. I hope so, Commander, for your sake. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. Yeah, this is really neat. You get Luke in the in the cave close to Jabba's palace and he's like fixing up his light, new lightsaber. You get the first shot of the lightsaber hilt, the ignition of the blade. What a forsaken place this is. Why couldn't that bounty hunter have taken Captain Solo to a more pleasant environment. Oh, yeah, you see the falcon the next one down there. What about mm-hmm. Master Luke? That's where the sandstorm is. You mean we're going to that horrible fortress alone? We're doomed. Well, this is where it cuts in, I think. Yeah. Of course I'm buried, and you should be too. There we go, so now we're... And never return from this awful place. It's just after this, I think, maybe. Or maybe this is it. Sure. 
Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah. I told you half the things I've heard about this Jab of the Hut. There we go. And that's in the movie. Yeah. What do you think of that? I didn't realize the Vader part. I remember the outtake of seeing it before of uh, Luke working on his lightsaber. But I didn't realize that at that moment, Vader was trying to contact him. Yeah, like through the force again. And uh, yeah, I always thought that was so interesting. And it's obvious that it, it made it so far in the cut because it, it's really like timed well to the music and um, the events of the film and everything. And it, it's woven into the story pretty, pretty nicely. And it fits in really well with episode five, because at the end of the movie, he, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's able to do that. He's able to yeah. commune with Luke through the force very easily. And I had always assumed that the reason why they could do that in episode five is because they were pretty close together. They're on the same planet. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of ends right as the Falcon like jumps to hyperspace, right? And yeah. so that's why I assumed they could do it there and it never really happened again. Other than when Luke senses Vader right before they go to Endor. Right, exactly, yeah. But and and this, that, that's also why he says, I'm endangering the mission. I shouldn't have come. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he knows that Vader will be able to sense his presence. Um, but, yeah, it is interesting because, because yeah, this is, this is like the only time that we see this really, really far out, remote uh, Vader communing with, with Luke. But at the same time, I almost don't question it because, you know, we've seen this happen before with Yoda and... Um, sensing what's going on around the galaxy uh with order 66 and uh not you know. specific people though and communing with them yeah no yeah not exactly specific people in that sense but um we're, we're yeah we're also talking about darth vader here <laughs> we're, we're talking like anakin skywalker you know this guy is like insanely yeah. powerful so it honestly That's wouldn't true. surprise and me if he is able to do what he does in that here's sense. the other thing in the current canon we see uh, Kylo and Rey not only commune, but right. see each other through the force at infinite distance. And physically interact with each other in that too. remote places, right? Like, yeah, it, so, it is kind of an interesting th thought for sure. Yeah. From what I originally seen it when there was only three and then six films, I thought it was a distance limited thing. But who knows what it is now? Right. Yeah, exactly. The sequels have changed a lot. <laughs> um, this is true. So uh, that is the final deleted scene from Return of the Jedi. Um, this one is a thumbs up for me. I think out of all of the deleted scenes that we've taken a look at, uh, I think this is the the only one out of out of all three movies that I can safely say I would one hundred percent wish to put this in the movie, uh, mm -hmm. or at least the half still... with Luke in the cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I would consider that, but I don't like the fact that Luke ignites the lightsaber because I like the reveal. Because last we saw, Luke lost his lightsaber, so I, I like the reveal that he um, has it a new one that he ignites and fights with on uh, Jabba's barge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that reveal is really quick too because he whips it out and you're like, oh, it's green, <laughs> and you don't yeah, really get exactly. a good look at the hilt either, though. Which which. Uh, so yeah, there is, um, for me, I think the biggest kind of minus out of putting this back in the movie would be the reveal of Luke himself. Because uh, in the theatrical version, like we have this very ominous kind of darker 
entrance, like as he enters oh, the yeah. dark. Yeah. As like the big doors open up and you get this cloaked hooded figure kind of walking in and, uh, that's always been really neat as well. So I think the reason why they cut it may have been for that, like just for the reveal yeah. to be more. And he's of, wearing all black too, right? Same as Anakin. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, he's wearing what he's they, wearing in the cave there, but it's just like the lighting is a bit different. But yeah, it's it's a uh, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure to think that this could have been in the movie and uh, feels so natural uh, because it was, I guess, so close to being there, and then last minute just chopped it right up. Just like the poster and the title of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Originally point. Revenge of the Jedi. So Revenge of the Jedi. Until like a couple weeks. It was like three weeks or something. It was it was really close to um, that movie coming out that they changed it up. You know, changing it to Return of the Jedi and then two movies later, The Last Jedi is kind of a sad turnaround. <laughs> There was uh, re- yeah, it was Revenge of the Jedi, then Return of the Jedi, and then Revenge of the Sith instead, and then yeah. now the Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, That's right. So yeah. technically, I think it should be if you want to go by titles, I think it would make the most sense to do Return of the Jedi, then Revenge of the Sith, and then the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should we take a listen to these? teaser trailers just for uh for the heck of it or um for or what maybe teaser trailers for what for uh for for these for these star wars because you you mentioned it earlier should we take a quick listen i think it's uh um, oh the original the original the originals yeah original uh the original teaser uh let me let me take a look and see if i can find it yes here it is okay it's always interesting watching old trailers. It is. Somewhere in space, this may yeah. all be happening right now. 20th Century Fox and George Lucas, the man who brought you American graffiti, now bring you an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Here they come. The story of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Hello. It's an epic of heroes. Good luck. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. in the making and it's coming to your galaxy this summer there you have it 
There it is. It's the music. The music is what it does it for me because it's so not Star Wars. Oh, yeah, it's you're like right. A, it's like a B-rated horror movie theme. <laughs> yeah, it totally <laughs> is, dude. <laughs> you know, we should... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the rest because like, it'll be interesting to go through all these different trailers at some point, maybe make a de- designated episode out of it. But yeah, since you brought it up, I, I wanted to show you just how old that actually Man. sounds, you know? Yeah, we should... Uh, do an episode where we watch all the trailers over all the years because Star Wars spans yeah. what, 50 years now, right? Yeah, it does. 50, so 50, be, yeah, no, uh, Lucasfilm 50 is 50 even. years. Star Wars is 42, 43, no, 45, I think. 45. Because we were at the 40th anniversary for okay. um, A New Hope. Uh, at celebration yeah. and it's been five years since so yeah 45 years old uh, there you go yeah it'd be really neat to compare just the difference in style and editing mm-hmm. over 45 years worth of trailers yeah absolutely yeah we'll start with that one that you just heard and and kind of move forward in time and um for sure yeah and now now we're at the point where uh we've gone back around again to uh trailers having music done specifically for the trailer you know uh uh, a lot of the newer star wars movies had music just done for the trailer so yeah i want narrators back (laughs) one man against an army (laughs) (laughs) i love that man because i feel like now because they use this is a personal gripe because they use only shots from the movie to give you a rough idea of the plot it just gives away the story. Like you already know what happens before you watch it. Whereas yeah. like the old trailers, because they had a narrator just kind of like roughing in stuff. Like yeah. It, I feel like it left up more to uh, more mystery. This, yeah, the mystery of what you're gonna the reveal when you're there. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to. Well, that's a good movies. idea for an episode. Maybe we'll do that once we finish all these deleted scenes. Uh, we're speaking of which, it's been a it's been awesome uh, going through all this all this stuff and. Uh, seeing comparing these deleted what was an outtake back then what's an outtake now kind of thing you know it's uh um it's fascinating yeah you could tell a lot from the prequels to the original trilogy here Mm -hmm. and most of the outtakes in the original trilogy were mostly done either because they were completely unnecessary or uh they maybe made it a little too convoluted or quality decided to edit quality check yeah yeah could be that whereas the prequels, like there was entire sequences that were removed, probably mostly or entirely just for a time. Right. Yeah, exactly. They were, um, I guess, not up to, uh, uh, not up to some of the some of the original trilogy ones. They were not up to code and yeah. standard of you know what, what George wanted. And but yeah, you're right. I mean, with the prequels, it's almost like, do we want to take the audience away from the the plot or is this too distracting or is it just too long or, the, or whatever, right? Yeah, the movie is just too long. We've got to cut out what we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think well, that's why the, there's the more There's more in the prequels, I think, that we would want it to keep because they're just so much yeah. more kind of ready to be in the movie, whereas some of these outtakes are just so either jank yeah. or... And because it was stuff that was cut just because of time limitations, it was stuff that actually added to the story. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, movies have come a long way and uh, we can thank the original trilogy for 
reinventing the wheel in a, in a manner of speaking when it comes to the modernization of the pacing of movies uh, today. So yeah. um, it's been it's been really cool to see uh, this editing process of, of what got us there. Um, and uh, next week we'll be diving into the sequels and seeing what we have available. Um, I don't even th- I don't even think episode nine has any deleted scenes on Disney Plus. So uh, we will uh, find out and uh, take a look at what's there and dig up what we can on YouTube. And I might have to do a bit of bonus features uh, looking into on the Blu-ray and see if I can pull anything up. Yeah, um, maybe check the Steelbook. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Steelbook here, and uh, um, we'll uh, we'll have to see what we have at our disposal because as time has gone by people uh companies tend to put less and less stuff from behind the scenes on these these discs uh but well, we'll see what we can do part and then, that's time part like as time goes by i think they'll release more when we get the sequel special editions for example yeah yeah for sure um and then after that we have the final deleted scenes from the anthology content which is going to have all oh, of yeah. the spin-off films and shows whatever manages to fill the time so thanks again for popping on the show man we'll catch you in the next yeah. one all right sounds good i'll go to back to my half of the the pod here and we'll meet up again in a week all right well we'll see you in the cantina <laughs> sounds good keep flying all righty thank you to all of you guys tuning in at home you know how to reach us Be sure to share the show with a friend. Leave us a great review. That always helps us out. And we'll see you in the next episode. May the force be with you. And stay tuned to the show for Star Wars Day next week.